Oh, Dana Brooke, how can you do it to me? It's the Chick Foley Show. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. We appreciate you listening. We are uh, weeks away from Christmas, weeks away from uh, a new member of the Foley family being born. And we got a lot to get to. This is Phil Gentile, the hot take kid here in the uh, Jimmy's Famous Seafood Studios. And um, thank you for joining us. We have the lovely Sheena Phelps in Virginia Beach. What's up, Sheena? Not a whole lot, man. Uh, just went and got some fresh new color on my hair. You know, got to gotta look good for, for the big day. Uh, you never get a second chance to make a first impression. So I don't want like Stella coming out and being like, you know, oh, that's my mom with all them roots. You know, <laughs> so uh, I had to get myself freshened up for uh, the big day. Nice. Yeah. And speaking of freshened up, we got our man Marco, the MVP over on the yeah. other side of the glass. What's going on, Marco? Uh, nothing much. It's uh, trying to get out of this uh, this snowfall that we got buried with for the past couple of days. Um, yeah, I was actually talked to Sheena like separately about like being like you know fit and exercising and you know getting your cardio up and stuff like that. Um, I actually shoveling was like not a problem this this time around. Last year, I was like out of breath. I couldn't really do anything. This year, I'm like I started working out a few months ago and. I yeah, nice. like, I can like, sh- shovel a whole block if I wanted to. It's all it's all about the functional too. fitness. That's why you work out. It's not it's not just about six pack abs. It's about being able to shovel your damn driveway without running yeah, out of right. without running out of gas. Yeah, right on. It's about it's about being like Keith Lee and just just being <laughs> a massive man, just being able to move around the the uh, the area and do the yeah, unthinkable. Just do manly things. <laughs> be, ma- be manly AF. Put together furniture, move your house, shovel your driveway, pick up cars, whatever you need to exactly. do. Exactly. I don't use snow snow blowers or anything like that. It's all it's all it's all these hands. That snow's yeah, gonna get these that, hands. That snow is gonna get these hands. <laughs> I, I, I break out the snow blower for like three inches of snow, man. I have no shame. <laughs> Me and the neighbors went in on it. And, you know, we all share. I, I think we all split it. And like since it's since we bought it, it hasn't snowed more than like three inches in the last two winters. But uh, you know, always always Listen. pull that thing out. I, I'm physically fit, but I pull the I pull the blower out for like leaves. Okay, oh. so yeah, so, so I, I'm all about I'm all about working smarter, not harder. So you know, I don't even have to have snow. I just got leaves. I'm like, hey, let's blow these off the driveway. You know, could easily sweep them, but why? Speaking of pulling the blower out, Dana Brooke and Batista seem to be dating. That was just a good segue there. I wanted wow. to. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My girl Dana Brooke. And uh, getting—I don't know if the rumors are true about Batista, but if uh, if they are, she's <laughs> she's in good hands. But, uh, Man, uh, I am—I am so interested in this. I did not really even know, but I had like kind of heard and like saw things on uh, Instagram and stuff. Um, and then I was asking Marco about it tonight, and he was telling me all about the Twitter stuff. So I looked it up, and yeah, sure enough, it's legit. They're like, you know, going on a date, and uh, I don't know. I, mean, I think they make a cute match, but how old is she? Like. She's pretty she young. Like, I would say early late twenties. Marco, get on that, please. I know, I know, Mr. Batista is probably in his late forties. Late? You think he's late forties? I don't know why I thought he was. I thought he was. Yeah. Just yeah. Um, she's thirty one. It says she's November 29th is her birthday. Actually, so he will be, uh, be thirty two. He'll be fifty one in January. Yeah. He'll be. 51 oh my gosh! Yeah. Wow. He's, He's 50 years old. Yeah. But you know what? When you got Marvel money, you can date whatever age you want to. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. let let let's be real. When you're when you're Drax, you can do whatever the hell you want. 
Wow, we got a bunch of cool stuff going on, and we have some giveaways that I want to get to at the top of the show. We asked everyone on Twitter to uh, to screenshot you listening to last week's episode. We had a bunch of people doing that, and I was going to give away the WrestleMania elites, the the uh, Mick Foley and the uh, Booker T elites that Ringside Collectibles got us, and Hasbro WWE at Hasbro WWE is the one who won those, so I will be sending those to you. And we're actually doing a giveaway right now on our Twitter account. Uh, our lovely Patreon subscriber, TJ McHugh, has donated a Minty Fresh Shield 3-pack box set that we are giving Woo! away on the, I guess it's going to be the TLC preview episode next week. We haven't heard a single match announced for that yet, but um, uh, it's crazy that we have a pay-per-view in less than two weeks, but uh, nevertheless... On next week's show, we will we will announce that, and all you have to do is just go to our Twitter account at Chick Foley Show and um, follow a couple people and retweet us. And we asked uh, asked you to uh, put a GIF of your favorite wrestling <coughs> wrestling stable up on the Twitter account. So uh, that's something there. And if you're a Patreon subscriber on our Patreon page, we I uh, on on Thanksgiving Day. I announced that I was going to give away a uh, minty fresh Jeff Hardy uh, Elite sixty seven. And that's going to our buddy, Corey Handy. Corey, you're going to get that sent to you, buddy. So if you want to become a Patreon subscriber, you can do that pretty easily. Let them know where they can do that, Sheena. You can go to patreon.com backslash Chick Foley Show and uh, sign up there. Sign up. Uh, you know, you can join us for freaking a dollar a month, man, get you into our Facebook group. We have an awesome, awesome community of people over there. Um, always figure hunting for one another. Always just like cutting up. And, you know, there's hilarious freaking stuff going on during the shows. People posting their thoughts and opinions and, you know, just sharing the love and, you um, Speaking of our, our Patreons, um, I definitely got to send some love out to our man, Chad Roberts. I don't want to start the show off on a bummer note, but he did lose a member of his fur family today. He had a, uh, you know, a dash hound, and I definitely want to send some love out to him as a crazy wiener dog lady myself. Um, you know, I got to show the, the Foley fam some love and send him all of our thoughts and prayers, uh, you know, because it's always tough losing a pet. You know what I mean? 100%. Yeah, thoughts and prayers go out to you, Chad. I know that's got to be tough. Uh, it's patreon.com slash Chick Foley Show. We just had a member on our Patreon page announce that he was he was possibly selling off his entire collection of 100, 190. 190 oh, elites, and it was like sharks in the water, man. I mean, I, I'm I'm at the top of the list. I want I don't even know what I want, but I want something. And um, <laughs> you know, that's what you know. It's it's been pretty cool. We we have about seventy people, seventy one people, I think, in there, and uh, we all help each other out. We talk wrestling. We uh, we buy and trade and and sell figures to each other. And I want to announce here on the show that our Patreon subscribers are going to get my new spinoff podcast that I've been recording secretly on the side uh, in, in the, just in case Sheena misses any time from, uh, from you know, popping the baby out shortly. It's going <laughs> to be called the Chick Foley Lounge. It's going to be me one-on-one with a bunch of my favorite people from the wrestling community. I've recorded two episodes so far that will drop pretty soon uh, for the, uh, the $5 a month Patreon crowd. And then a week or two later, it'll go on to our, lot, our our normal feed, so you'll be able to listen to it if you aren't a Patreon subscriber eventually. But I interviewed last night uh, Stat Guy Greg from the chi- from the uh, the Cheap Heat podcast. 
Love Stat Guy Greg. Oh my gosh, he's like the best. You know who he loves? He loves Marco. He he he's a listener of our show, and he's like, man, Marco. I was like, dude, we basically copied what you did with you know with how you got started with the yeah. pod, with your show, and and he was like, yeah, Marco's been doing a great job. So he listens. He's a he's a fan of Marco, and I, I got down to the nitty gritty. I learned more about you know how he. I have no idea how he even got involved with Cheap Heat. If you listen to that, uh, him and Peter Rosenberg do a, a, a wrestling podcast for ESPN. Yeah. And we talked yeah. about 45 minutes about wrestling, wrestling figures, and all kinds of stuff. And I and a couple weeks ago, I interviewed AEW backstage reporter Chris Van Fleet, who's interviewed everybody from The Rock to John Cena to John Moxley to Cody Rhodes. And we had a good 30, 40-minute conversation about uh, some of his favorite people to interview, and I have a couple other names lined up that I don't want to spoil yet. But uh, I'm going to start posting those up uh, if, if you know during the holidays here. If we miss some episodes, uh, we'll be able to supplement you guys with some extra content. So uh, I'm pretty excited about that, um, and it's it's been going pretty good so far. I love interviewing people and kind of getting some backstory from some of these people that uh, are in the, uh, the the wrestling community that everyone knows that we just never hear from. So. Yeah. Oh man, even I'm excited for this. Oh, like, it's, it's I, good I'm, stuff, I'm an, man. I'm an insider, yeah. and I'm I'm super pumped about this. <laughs> yeah, I've been keeping it close to the vest because I wanted it to be a surprise for everybody. So it's gonna be pretty, gonna be pretty fun. And I have a couple names uh, that I'm trying to get uh, locked down with schedules and everything that are that are pretty big. So um, it's, it's gonna be fun. I'll keep everybody. Uh, tuned in but i wanted to you know our patreon subscribers support us so much and and they're so awesome i really wanted to give them some extra some some cool stuff so uh that that's coming down the pike there so it's chick foley uh at patreon.com slash chick foley show and uh, you can follow on social media you can follow us like i said sheena is at chick foley on instagram the twitter account is at chick foley show if you want to follow us like uh like the major brothers do uh, i would recommend it shout out to those guys and um <laughs> love them Let's get inside the squared circle. This is sponsored in part by Chalkline. Uh, you can use code CHICK there for 15% off, or hopefully over the uh, the holiday weekend, you use the uh, the code for 35% off. Dude, and, that uh, was money. <laughs> it was money. Yeah, I, I yeah. sent I sent my mom some, uh, some Bret Hart pants that I wanted, some Macho Madness pants that I wanted, and she asked me if I was uh, having a midlife crisis, and I told her no. <laughs> I just want some comfy pants. You're like pants. they're not Jin- they're not Jinkos, mom. Yeah, yeah, I'm not I'm not going to you know Pacific Sunwear or something, mom. Come on, Jesus. Um, let's let's run down some of the uh, the shows last week. NXT and AEW. We don't really talk about ratings here, uh, but this was this was a week the the NXT crew beat AEW in the ratings, mm-hmm. and um, it was a pretty packed show, and there were some pretty memorable moments on it. Let's let's run it down here. What was what was the biggest thing that stood out to you, Sheena? Oh man, um, there was a few things. Uh, Rhea, Rhea Ripley challenged Shayna again for the women's title, which uh, tonight we saw. I didn't get to watch all of NXT um, tonight, but um, I'm going to go back and watch it. But I did get to see um, Shayna came out and beat down Rhea Ripley. And spoiler alert for anyone who <laughs> may not have seen it yet, but they are going to have a women's title match on December 18th. So I am super, super excited for that to see if we finally get a title change. Um, you know, Shayna, Shayna finally drops it. So I was super excited for that tonight. Um, obviously we saw, um, a few different things happen on, on SmackDown last week. Uh, Adam Cole tried to run in a couple times and it didn't work out very well for Adam Cole last week. Like he, he got he got beat up a little bit um, by Keith Lee and by Finn Balor. So Keith Lee, if you guys have not seen the moment where um, 
uh, Adam Cole tries to run down during the tag team match and Keith Lee intercepts him and like basically like sends him five rows deep into the into the <laughs> stands. It is like one of the funniest freaking things I've ever seen, you know, and I know Adam Cole is little, right? And I know our our, our favorite big dude, Keith Lee, is is a freaking massive humanity. But like Adam Cole is still a grown man, you know, and he went like flying over the over the bleachers. So that was pretty cool. Um and then we saw Ciampa get a beat down and uh Finn Balor turned on Adam Cole too. So obviously he has no interest in being a part of the undisputed era. He wants to he wants to stand alone. So um we got a lot of a lot of storylines coming coming together in NXT. Uh, so what so they're just they're going Rhea Ripley gets a title shot. At ju- it's just a normal episode of uh NXT. It's yeah. not going to be a takeover. Wow. Cool. That's hey. That's, I know that's that's one of the, that's one of the beautiful things about takeover or about NXT, man. You know, I mean, they only have a few takeovers a year, so you got you got to have stuff popping off on the on the regular weekly shows. Which, I mean, that's a big draw. You know what I mean? I oh, feel like God, that's yeah. that's that's, that's going to be a huge draw for NXT. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised to see them, you know, pop the ratings and and beat AEW on on the 18th as well. Yeah, everybody uh, everybody was talking about that gif, and there was a gif t- from tonight's episode where. Uh, basically, Finn Balor's in the corner. He's he's cocking back, ready to, to to hit somebody. And Keith Lee pops up from behind him, and it's just like the and like from from last week to this week, Keith Lee is like the he's been the MVP of NXT. Man, he's getting some some great great play. And we talked about Survivor Series last week, and it seems like Vince is pretty high on him. And uh, you know, we've been a big fan of his for you know since the big dude season started so um good, yeah. good to see him getting he's got a new figure coming out that we'll talk about later in the show too so uh a lot of things happen for Keith Lee you know yeah i'm super excited NXT has been has been really really exciting we got a lot like i said we got a lot of storylines developing um speaking of NXT and uh, Tommaso Ciampa did you guys see on um what is a uh, Lillian's podcast? It's called like, Chasing Glory, right? Isn't that the name of her podcast? Uh, no, um, yeah. He he did yeah. an interview with Lillian Garcia where he said, you know, he didn't want to get called up to um, Raw or SmackDown initially. Like he fought it initially when you know they called up him and Gargano and Ricochet and all those guys. Um, but then after his you know injury and all that and having to be out, like he knew that he wasn't going to go back, and he's made it blatantly like blatant that he's not going to go to raw or smackdown like he says if he if he gets called up he's he's just going to retire which i think is such like it's such a smart move you know what i mean i mean like knowing like he could make so much more money probably on the main roster but like this is a guy who like cares about his career cares about his family like knows what his what he wants as far as like his workload and stuff like that like it's just something that like i totally respect and like love about him um and I just think it's super cool that he's just like, no, nah, dude, like, you know, if, if I have to go to Raw SmackDown, I'll be a coach or trainer. Like, I want to be a part of it, but I'm not taking on that workload. Like, I'm just not doing it. And I think that's really admirable. And I just, you know me, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Chompa mark through and through. But I was just like, yeah, hell yeah, Chompa. <laughs> Stay at NXT. Yeah, me and actually, uh, not to name drop, but me and Stack Guy Greg were talking about this last night. I hadn't heard about him saying this, but it's it makes sense. I mean, like, number one, like, you know what you're getting w- with NXT. You know the fan base mm-hmm. is rabid. You know, you know the matches are going to be five stars on the takeovers. But also, you're going to be at full sale. Yeah, the, the logistics of it. You're going to if you live in Orlando. I mean, they, I know yeah. they go on the road occasionally, but I mean, you're going to record every you know every week live at the same mm-hmm. place. Uh, so, just, I mean, the travel. I mean, Kurt Hawkins <laughs> and, and Zach Ryder talk on their podcast about how you know they're they're always they're in the car. They're 
they're just on the road all day, all three hundred days a year. Yeah, it's just insane. You know I mean? So to cut down on that, I mean, even if you're making less money, I mean, I mean, these guys are paying out of pocket for hotel rooms and rental cars and shit and like cars, that. Cars, yeah, and insurance and yeah. all those things. And the, another thing to consider is like his his neck injury. You know what I mean? Like he knows like. With with that workload that the that the main roster um, requires, like he he's he's a, has a very limited shelf life, right? Like any bump could be his last bump, but with with the workload at NXT, like he's increasing the longevity of his career. Like he even mentioned, like you know, I I have I could have four or five more years at NXT, you know, and have a great career and stretch it out versus like going to the main roster and maybe like having a six month run and then getting put on the shelf. You know what I mean? So it's just like, he's just, he's just so smart. And like, so I just love that he stood up for himself and, you know, I know not everybody has that luxury or not everybody wants that. Some people want the the glory that comes along with, you know, being a, a raw superstar. They want to be, you know, the universal champion or whatever. But I just think it's super cool that, um, you know, he kind of just like put his foot in the put his foot down and drew a line in the sand and was like, you know, no, no, <laughs> like I'm going to do it my way. And I think that's super cool. It is, it is cool. And it, I mean, he's been back for a month now. How many times he wrestled? That was that war games match was insane. I finally went back and watched that. But I mean, oh my gosh, you, you have the time to like recuperate. Like you said, like you're not going to, you're not doing house shows every like three, four mm-hmm. days a week. I mean, I mean, Gargano can rest and he's been out, but I mean, how much has he missed? You know, he can, he can yeah. make an appearance here and there, and um, you know, by the time he's back and healthy, we're ready to watch him again. So, um, it's a pretty cool thing. You have down here on the script, Marco, that the uh, the, the lady ref Jessica is headed to SmackDown. I saw a clip on uh, social media of, of Champa at the end of NXT last week, kind of giving yeah. her a send off. What I didn't know they move referees. I guess referees are the same thing. They can kind of like they kind of train in NXT and then move up to Raw or SmackDown. Uh, yeah, I think that's what they're doing now, especially with. With um, with like uh, lady uh, referees, you know AEW, they prominently um, showcase their lady referee there. So like, and WWE doesn't have one on the main roster yet. Um, so I think it's a, I think that's something you're going to see a lot of. Um, she's the first that I know of that's on the like, on on a main show. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's going to be that's going to be pretty awesome. She's actually really good too. I'm not sure she's gonna, sure if she's going to do like the. Uh, like getting in anyone's faces and all that stuff and like, you know, being a real part of it. I don't think WWE doesn't really do that with their referees where they're like a part of the match or they, you know, they, they are a part of it, but they're not like in the storyline. So it's everything. But um, if you guys seen it where like Jericho gets in her face and all that stuff and like, mm-hmm. it makes her like a part of it. You, and you're kind of wondering if she's going to like do anything to like, you know, retaliate, yeah, retaliate, throw the match off or something like that. So like, I don't think they're going to do that with her, but um, they did like a really awesome send off. Um, it's a really long video. It's probably like, like eight or nine minutes long. It starts with Champa talking about her, and then um, Triple H comes out and does his, his stuff, and then they give her the mic and she does her speech and stuff like that. So it was really cool. I'm actually happy to see like a woman, a woman referee on on SmackDown on a, their network show, like their premiere. Yeah. Show. Yeah, awesome. she delivered. She delivered a really, a really heartfelt speech, and I thought it was, I thought it was super cool. And I, I just, I loved it. And I, I'm loving. I love that she's going to go up to SmackDown. Um, you know, because it's just, so, it's just about representation and just showing, you know, people what's possible. You know what I mean? Like we, we've seen in WWE specifically, like women just like you know breaking the glass ceiling, knocking down barriers, being trailblazers left and right, making history. 
And I just think it's like awesome that, you know, like this is another avenue that's opened up for, you know, girls and women who are interested in, in being a part of the wrestling product in some capacity, right? Like this is something else that they can do, not just, you know, be backstage doing interviews, which is cool too, right? Like that's cool if that's, if that's exactly. your role, but like it, it, there's, there's just more opportunities and I love that. 100%. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it is cool that our kids are going to grow up in, in an age where like they don't have to even like th- like they're going to probably listen to this episode and be like, you know, what? why was it a big deal that a woman was like, you know, women can do anything a man can do, like, you know, especially like, uh, you know, women's wrestling from when we were kids. And now when our, our kids are kids, it's like... Uh, yeah. complete 180 of like what what it looks like in the ring so unless um, you unless you're growing up in the sandman household apparently oh, yeah, he yeah. he went on record and said that women women main eventing is wrong i mean would not that anybody takes anything that the freaking sandman says you know you just gotta take it with a grain of salt you know what i mean like nobody takes him seriously but it was like just like seriously dude come on <laughs> yeah there's there's still some stupid people out there i mean that's that's a, that's a given um over to AEW, there was a big debut that um, no one really outside of the you know the hardcore fans knew. But Marco has a good uh, attachment here to the script about the butcher and the blade. So uh, yeah, it's the MVP is all elite. So we're gonna pass it over to our, our our AEW correspondent here. Yeah, you don't have to read all this, but this is some good info that you gave us here. But tell us why we should know who these guys are. I know they're they're not from my favorite place in the world, so they're they already uh, got one strike against. Yeah. Them. Oh jeez! Yeah. <laughs> um, Sorry, Buffalo. Yeah, and the Ra- the yeah. Ravens play the Bills this weekend, so I have extra hate in my heart for Buffalo right now. Oh jeez! I mean, you don't really need hate for Buffalo when a, when your team plays them; they're gonna lose anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> you should feel sympathy for the Buffalo Bills when they play any elite team in the NFL. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, so it's uh, if, if you guys are familiar with uh, um their uh, Pepper Parks it was in um they were in Impact Wrestling. If you guys are familiar, we don't really talk about Impact Wrestling that much, um, but that's where uh, he's from. And um, Ali um, is actually married to him, so that's not like a she's she's with them for a reason. The Bunny, as they call her, oh. um, is a part of that package. Um, so yeah, so they repackaged her as like as the Bunny. It was she. She's the, married to which one? Um, I believe uh, one is. I'm going to get it wrong. I know I am. I, I want to say Andy Williams, mm-hmm. um, which is a smaller guy. Gotcha. Um, yeah, Pepper, not the guy with the mustache. The other guy. Yeah, not the not the scary looking guy with the tattoos. The, ma- the masked man. Yeah, the masked man's pretty. That mask is so awesome, by the way. I, I actually love that. It creeps me out every time I see it. It's like but, Slender um, Man. Yeah, almost. And I and AEW, they kind of they, it's a black version of it. It's kind of like a gimp mask almost. I know we mm-hmm. have a we have a gimp. Thing going on with me in the uh, <laughs> dark order which is why i don't know why i brought that up and now it's back in the open but um yeah so they they're definitely on the indie circuit um they actually ran into the likes of like sammy callahan at one point um during their um, ohio valley wrestling um and john moxley too uh, which is as you know dean ambrose if you guys don't know john moxley is by now i don't know what you're doing um Get spent off some this time. podcast. Yeah, exactly. Uh, spent some time in uh, Empire State Wrestling, ESW, if you're not familiar with that. CZW, where John Moxley is from, and a lot of those like uh, hardcore guys are from. Um, and um, just a long story short, they, they interact with a lot of AEW guys. And um, Cody Rhodes actually um, is a fan of theirs. 
on the indie circuit. He's he's seen a lot of their matches and stuff like that. So that was an obvious signing, but obviously they didn't do like the package right and have them, you know, appear the right way because nobody knew who the hell they were. Did uh, they, they did they sign like a like a legit contract? Like they're like going to be exclusive to AEW? Yeah, they are. They are going to be with AEW. Um, they a lot of the. A lot of the contracts now, um, I, uh, Tony Khan in a lot of interviews said that a lot of those guys are like going to be locked down after like once they hit the once they're on TV, they they're they're their property now. Gotcha. Essentially, um, I'm assuming maybe if they were doing something indie, they won't have Allie with them because she's yeah. signed to AEW, and if maybe they're a ta- they're they're a tag team by themselves anyway, so maybe they can like float around and stuff like that. But you have Jericho going to New Japan. So I'm not I'm not sure how like ironclad their contracts are. So yeah, um, they might pop up somewhere. Um, but yeah, they they faced everybody. Even um, um the Rock and Roll Express, they faced uh, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus um, in LAX. If you're familiar with them, mm-hmm. um, and Beyond Wrestling, which is another um, wrestling organization, stuff like that. So they've interacted with a lot of like people that you know, um, know and love. So yeah, I mean, I wish they would have did like a video package, like a um, before they appeared, because they are like a cool tag well, team. They look yeah. really a- awesome. AEW, yeah, AEW is notorious for that. I mean, we saw that whenever um, freaking, oh my god, what's their names? The tag team, Dark Order. <laughs> no, Dark Order, not, yeah. the, not oh. the tag. Um, oh, I'm proud and part. Um, proud and powerful not <laughs> yeah whenever the proud and powerful uh debut like it was just like wait what like who are the who are these guys yeah um, that, that, this, is, know, this is the problem who who are these guys when they show up and there's no build-up or anything and they look almost exactly like the freaking dark order like i, yeah, know, exactly. I understand if they're it's- badass but yeah, it's like a gift and a curse. I, I found myself complaining about this with WWE before, but it's because I don't I, I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm more familiar with people who debut in WWE because typically they're called up from like NXT or something like that. But it's like I'm like, well, just surprise me. Just don't don't do all these announcements, you know? Because like they'll be like, oh, they'll do all these video packages with like so and so is getting called up or like you know so and so is going to debut. Remember Emma? I mean, they did like a three month freaking build up, you know, like bringing bringing Emma back. Um, and I'm like, dude, can we just like surprise me for once but then when it happens in aew i'm like wait a minute can you tell me a little bit about these people because <laughs> like i i'm unfamiliar and this is the yep. same way the the jack hager thing showed up and the warlow guy or narwhal or whatever that guy's name is that's narwhal that's, that's, have you been narwhal. watching elf already <laughs> that's, yeah whatever his, i don't know whatever his name is but it's like you know it, it's like give us a little bit like now they're finally starting to do some vignettes for the dark order which are pretty interesting the way they're doing it. it's kind of like a a cult so type of weird. thing yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's like cool. it's like wyatt family and jace which they, they should have done that from the very beginning and, and people would have like been into it but now uh i mean i understand these guys are badass and they look cool and and you know it's interesting but i mean what's the explanation for ali going from like a face wrestling like a female wrestler to now she's like a heel manager like there was no 
explanation she, as to why that she happened. She hasn't really done anything of note. You know what I mean? It really wasn't True. that big of a stretch to like True. change her character. You know what I mean? It'd be one thing if she was like the women's champion and all of a sudden they yeah. were like, oh, but by the way, you're going to do this instead. But I mean, I guess when you kind of just haven't really made really major mark in W or AEW yet, I mean, it was just kind of an easy transition for her to for her to change characters. Did you guys see the the ads, the AEW ads that were kind of like that that mentioned NXT? Like it was showing all of the different publications that had uh, talked about AEW beating them in the ratings. Like they acknowledged that they they acknowledged NXT on their own ad. And I'm like, you guys just won't give it up. <laughs> like, you know, like, can you, can you please just get WWE out your mouth uh, for a moment and, uh, you know, do your own thing. But yeah, even their ads are like, you know, splattered with WWE. Today, tonight on the show, I did, I did watch a couple moments of it and they had, they had Nyla Rose was beating up a bunch of uh, women wrestlers. And I guess uh, Britt Baker was in the first row or in the crowd for some reason. And Excalibur yeah. said, that's Adam Cole's girlfriend. <laughs> oh, God. Like, come on, oh, my man. God. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I give AEW a chance here. They're, they have to do something next year to really set themselves apart because. Yeah, look, they can start by fixing their audio. <laughs> yeah, their that, that's, yeah. 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 Supposedly that was a big problem for them today. Uh, when I turned, and for the last two weeks. <laughs> Yeah, when I tuned when I turned it on today on on the sling thing on my PlayStation, it it was fine, but that was like you know forty five minutes into the show, so I don't know if it was the beginning. But I mean, their their ratings have steadily declined. So, I mean, NXT has gone down too, and neither show is where they want it to be. But uh, pe- people aren't returning back. You know, it's not. You know, I was at the last pay per view. It wasn't a full crowd. The ratings are going down. They they have to do something to like. You have the hardcore fans. They're there. Okay, you have them. You got to get the people that are just watching casually to tune in. That's that's it, you know. True, but do you think it? Do you think it could be a result of like this this time of year too? Like this is like a crazy time of year for people. People are working. People are doing Christmas shopping. People are preoccupied with other with other things versus like you know summer months. It's a little more chill. It's a little more you know relaxed versus like holiday season. It's just like you know boom 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 one thing after another. You know what I mean? Like. Do you think that has anything to to do with like the ratings going down, or do you think it's like legitimately just people just falling off and like losing interest? Yeah, no, I don't think. I mean, summertime people are traveling and and at the pool and at the beach. I mean, you could make the same argument for True. any time of year. I mean, I think it's just they haven't caught people's attention. I don't think it's been as different enough for people to really you know grasp onto it and think it's a better product. I mean, it doesn't help that you're splitting the the wrestling audience already with people tuning into NXT and you have people that can re- you know, I'm just going to record them both. I can't watch them both, so I'll just record them. Uh, mm-hmm. but you know, I mean I'm sure they they have some names that they want to grab. I know there's a, a bunch of names that are contracts are coming up next in the next year or so from WWE. I know Marty Scurll, the villain is is a big name that they probably I'm assuming they would want to get whose uh, mm-hmm. contract is done with ROH. Mm-hmm. So we will see. But um, The yeah. one thing that NXT has going for it, though, is it has two other major platforms for it to always constantly promote. I mean, we saw with Survivor Series. I mean, they have they have SmackDown and Raw, which are two huge vehicles to like promote their show, right? Whereas AEW only has AEW Dynamite. Like, that's their only promotion right like that they they have to promote on youtube and do their ads and stuff like that but they don't have any other shows like giving them shine but whereas nxt like now we've seen 
raw, like, you know, with the invasion and all that stuff, like people are getting to see what they may not have been able to see before when, when NXT was strictly on the network. That's, that's very true. Good, good call. Um, anything else from AEW before we move on to uh, Raw and SmackDown here? One last thing. I don't think Chris Jericho knows what the word lexicon means. Um, I know you didn't get to watch, uh, watch AEW tonight, but he brought back the list. Um, so he's got a clipboard and now he calls it the lexicon, but I'm like, I don't think that's the word you're looking for because lexicon means like, it's like a person's vocabulary or like their branch of knowledge or language or whatever. Yeah. It's not list or unless, I, unless like, like less lexicon is like a French word for list. And I just don't know. Um, but I was like, I don't think that's the word you're looking for. Yeah, that means like you you you're very like you know a lot of like your vocabulary is very yeah it's deep, your vocabulary right? yeah, yeah yeah but it was but basically it was just a it was just the same thing as the list he was listing off all the people that um, couldn't contend for his for his title wasn't that what it was he was like people that couldn't contend for his title yeah that he um, gave a uh, Jungle Boy a title shot but he's yeah. the uh, the last. Uh, TV show for the year, the television. Mm-hmm. I think how date it is. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's the, I think it's the 18th. It's the, the 18th, same, yeah. It's, it's the, yeah, it's the same day as the Rhea Ripley. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know how much of a draw <laughs> Jungle Boy Chris Jericho is going to be versus Rhea Ripley and Shayna Baszler, but um, we'll see. I mean, people do love Jungle Boy. I love Jungle Jack, Boy. And and I, uh, I, I think I'm, I might tune in to watch that because it might it might be some close falls on that one. I don't think he's actually going to win, but if they do close out the year him winning because now they said like all the the um the stats start over next year oh yeah so it's a possibility he may True. be the champion going into next year that'd be pretty insane but if they want to do something be, that like, would be an insane swing for sure yeah, if they did that not give it to scorpio sky but give it mm-hmm. to jungle boy which would be pretty awesome anyway yeah i love jungle boy i think he's like the cutest thing ever he's just like adorable <laughs> What, what not as I, not as cute as Baby Yoda, but pretty no, cute. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, he's close. Yeah, I, there, <laughs> there, there was a uh, a video floating around of Baby Yoda like uh, turning on the music in the in, like the spaceship with the Mandalorian, and uh, <laughs> people were just adding like random music to it. And the best one, I saved it to our Twitter. It was uh, the Bree the Bree Mode song. It was hilarious. Oh my god! Oh. I have to go. I have to go see that. I'll send you the link. Yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. Um. All right, I tried to watch Starcade and it, and it didn't work for the first like ten minutes, and I ju- I just turned it off. I didn't even try to watch it. Did either of you guys watch Starcade? Yeah, I got to watch it. I, I wasn't like locked in like you know like I normally am. Um, I was doing a lot of other stuff during during Starcade, but it, I didn't have the technical issues that like so many other people were having. Like I felt like you know we kind of we kind of just logged on and then started watching and then after the fact i saw like so many people like what the hell like i can't log into starcade and i was like oh oh that's that's bad yeah um i don't know yeah i guess i thought it was everybody but i guess uh, props to you that's cool i i heard the uh the main event that the cage match with bray wyatt and braun was like only five minutes long or something so I didn't even. I I wasn't even televised. We didn't even see the caged match. Oh, okay. Did- yeah, one of our one of our Twitter followers is uh, was there live and talked about it. So that that match wasn't wasn't on the card. I think they only showed like an hour. It was like four. Network, right? Yeah, it was like there was like four matches on the on the card. Uh, Kevin Owens was like the host of the show, and he you know introduced Ric Flair and like put Ric Flair over and you know did all those things. Um, 
it it was okay. I mean, there was nothing. I mean, I was really expecting a lot out of the like the four way uh, women's tag match, but it it was just blah. Like I felt like after the fact, I was just kind of like, you know, well, I, I could have went without watching that. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, you know, it's cool that extra content up on the network, but um, you know, I don't know if it's must see TV at this point. So. Whatever. No, I don't think they should have made it a big deal and called it Starcade. Like, I feel like they could have really made something, like something meaningful with the with the Starcade name versus just like kind of like just throwing it, slapping it on what was just like kind of an elevated house show. You know, uh, we had three big returns on SmackDown on Friday night: Alexa, Sheamus, and Elias. And uh, yeah, I want to know which which one are you two most excited for out of those three. I didn't get to watch SmackDown, but I will say I am probably most excited for Alexa to get back in the fold. Um, I saw I saw a couple clips of Sheamus, and he's like back to being like old school Sheamus, like you know, just looking like the the Celtic, Celtic warrior. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for Alexa to get back in there. I, I love me some Miss Bliss. What about you, Marco? Uh, I'm probably gonna say Elias. That was a big surprise, actually. Um, and he tried to uh, he tried to move in on Batista's girl oh, during damn. his uh, his return. He was uh, singing her a song there, and and um, Drake Maverick was trying to get her too. He was trying to get her like he had a mistletoe on him. He was trying to oh it's a holiday season maybe we should do this. Wow. And that's when Elias came in and did his own song. But yeah, they kind of ruined it. I was like, why are they why are they do do they know who she's associated with now? Why why would they even bother? <laughs> Their careers will be over before they even start. Exactly. But, uh, no, I'm, exactly. <laughs> but uh, no, I'm, I'm excited to see Elias back because I'm kind of I'm, I'm curious as to what they're going to do with him or what kind of program they're going to put him in now. Where it seems like not that his gimmick is like not relevant now, but like how are they going to put him into the the SmackDown fold? Yeah, he was over pretty big as a as a as a face as a good guy, and when when he would just kind of come out and play songs and make fun of people, and I wish they would. Hopefully, they're going to get back to that. Um, I think you know the, the crowd was super behind him. I'm I, I'm it's crazy. I'm uh, the other way between you guys. I'm Seamus. I think we all picked one of these people, but I think you need this like big time. He's a former world champion. He's a great heel. Like, I think you can, you could put him mm-hmm. into the main event and make, you know, he could main, main event and challenge for a title on a pay-per-view and you wouldn't bat an eye. I mean, he's a guy, he's a well-known name and a guy that you like, you forget about him. You know I mean? He was in a tag team for so long with the bar and, um, but I, but I, that's know. just it. You forget about him. Yeah, like but- you know what I mean. Like to me, Seamus is a good worker. I have no issues with the way that Seamus works. Like he's a freaking hard hitter, and like he's legit. But to me, it uh, he just like you said, he's forgettable, and like he's not that great on the mic. So, I mean, yeah, I could see him being you know in t- in title contention, but at the same time, like, would I be excited about it? Probably not. You know, like. Would you say he's a modern day British bulldog? Um, as far as just like just a spot being, on the card, like he he he's yeah. like upper middle card. He could you could see him in a title match, but you're not going to believe him now to be a champion. But I mean, you could you know he's like you know has the power, has the size to be. Yeah, like, he's he's got all the all the things, but there's just some there's just something that's missing that's keeping him from yeah. like the upper echelon yeah. of like. um of like where where he could like you know be be a world champ yeah i could totally see that 
I mean, he's definitely a good mid-carder. Like, I think he he's perfect for the U.S. title or the Intercontinental title and stuff like that. But even when he was world champ, I was just kind of like, ugh. <laughs> you know, I just, it was so boring to me. Like, I had no interest in Sheamus at all. I love the stuff he did with the bar. I loved him and Cesaro together. I thought their chemistry together, their, you know, their friendship and all of that really played well together. But other than that, like, you know, Sheamus has really done, um, you know, Nothing for me personally. I hear you. Okay. Uh, we have to talk about the Fiend's new title belt, which is his his literal literal face on a title. And um, we just we just switched over to the blue Universal title, and now mm-hmm. we have a new title for him. What 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 do you make of this? Oh man, um, Marco's Marco's kid woke up. I know he ha- he had some he had some thoughts, so we'll have to make sure if he comes back uh, that he uh, he gets to he gets to chime in on his piece for the Fiend's title. But me personally, I just feel like it's it's stupid. Like I, I, I hate to just like heal off on it, um, and it's made even stupider. Okay, so I I, I was already kind of like initially like put off by it. Like, why would the fiend wear a belt of his own face on himself? Right. Like, I think it's cool. Like it would be cool to, you know, the, the, like Bray Wyatt has a title and then the fiend has a title. It's like split personalities, you know, like that, that, that was cool with me, but the design of the title just looks like a, a Halloween prop. It doesn't look like a title belt, you know, like why didn't he do like the Bray Wyatt face? on his title belt. You know what I mean? If he's going to do like that design, like why would he wear his own face on there? So I don't know. I guess it's just like to me in a non kayfabe way, I'm just like, okay, yeah, they see that the fiends, the fiends merch is number one right now. Like it's like, it's topping the charts at like the, you know, the, the highest selling merch in the company. Um, so they were just like, let's just put out whatever, whatever shit we can, whatever shit we can put out. The sad thing is, is like the replica, these replica belts are $6,500. Well, I guess they're not replicas because they're like, like authentic made by what's his name? Tom freaking Sleeny or Sleeny. Tom Tom Savini. Savini. He's he's basically like the, like the Babe Ruth of like uh, costume and horror movie design. I mean, he's a, he's a pretty big, right? Like that, that's, that's super cool. But at the same time, like, who are you marketing this to? Like who, what, like, I don't understand. I feel like you've missed the mark, right? Like this is something that a kid would love, right? They're like, oh my God, like this is so cool and so scary. Like, you know, um, like a little pre-teenager or a, sm- a younger kid would love. But at the same time, you make it $6,500 because it's like exclusively made by this, you know, cost this like high end famous costumer. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I mean, what's it almost seven grand for, for this, yeah. for this title. And I think yeah. someone went online and you can buy every other title that is in the WWE right now on the WWE it shop doesn't website. It doesn't, it doesn't cost that much, but if mm-hmm. they, if they sell 10 of them, you know, which I'm sure they're going to do, right? Ten? That's yeah. that's not impossible. I mean, well, that's but seven. who's buying seven, it, Phil? Some who? moron. Some moron. There's there's a sucker born every minute. I mean, God. I mean, there's people that have money. I'm sure. I mean, ten and uh, the millions of people that watch WWE, I'm sure they're going to sell. True. If they sell five. That's how much? Um, 
$3,500? I don't, I don't know. Like, but I wonder, is there like a limited number of these things? Are they made to order? Like, is it like if yeah. you, if you purchase it, is he going to make it like for you? Because like, I can't imagine that they made like a hundred of these things and they're just going to sit them around and like wait for someone to come around with $6,500 and hopefully purchase it, you know? And like, is this going to be part of like when they have title belts, like 40% off or whatever, oh like, are they going to put, are they going to put the, the fiend belts in there? Um, and apparently it's being used. I mean, like he's using it at like house shows and stuff, you know, like it's like, that's his legitimate, like the fiends legitimate title. He's not using the blue universal title, which we saw Bray Wyatt with, with the, the fiend side plates and everything. Um, so I don't know. I know Marco was going to try to defend this thing, but I mean, what do you think about it? What's, what's your thoughts on just the overall design? I don't think, I think it could be much more kick ass than what it is now. I feel like it's, it's just, it's just his, his face. I mean, it's not, it doesn't even look like a title to me, you know, it's, yeah. I mean, and it, it looks stupid while he's wearing it because it's just his face, like three feet below his actual face. Like, you know, it, it could have been done a lot cooler. I think, I think I would have loved to see like the actual title belt, like br- not not like the hardcore title used to be, but like maybe the logo yeah, broken like, yeah, and like you know exactly in the background. It's just like all like a snake leather type of back, you know, just something like you know, make it your own, kind of yeah. like the spinner belt or the rated R superstar, you know, all that kind of stuff. So or yeah, like because the actual strap is not bad, like you know, like the flesh looking strap or yeah. whatever, like that's okay, like whatever. But like yeah, put like a pl- like an actual plate on it, even if it's like distressed or like something. But I feel like just making it what looks like a mask of your face is like it doesn't make sense, you know. Like it's I would I would rather see freaking Huskis the Hog's face on there than yeah, yeah. than Bray Wyatt's face. You know what I mean? I just feel like it it's just stupid, and I don't I don't understand it. And I understand it's a money grab, but you know, I don't know. If you're out there and you're listening and you've purchased this, please call us. You can be on, you can be on our new, uh, spinoff show, the lounge. We would love to interview <laughs> you and get, yes. and get, and get your thoughts on, on the Bray Wyatt fiend title and why you love it so much. Um, have you seen the rumor? I forget who put this on Instagram, but, uh, that everyone that the fiend has come in contact with, they have changed them for either the good or the bad. Like Daniel Bryan turned them heel, right? Yeah. Like I, I, I saw, I saw something like that. Mm-hmm. Or Daniel Bryan, they, they, they forced him to bring back the yes movement. So he's, they've, you've kind of changed him for, you know, for the better. <laughs> uh, but you know, Seth Rollins and uh, who was, what was the other name that I? It's escaping me now. That someone he's, he's feuded with. Um, Finn, did he fight Finn, 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 right? Yeah, Finn yeah. Balor now. I say heel. So it's it's interesting. I mean, you can go a lot of directions with that. So um, we'll we'll get Marco's thoughts on the belt when when he gets back here into the room. But um, let's let's yeah. move on, let's move on to Raw. I thought Raw was a pretty good show. Uh, I, I this Lana and Lashley thing is over, man. The crowd was really into it, and it was it was entertaining. I mean, Lana. I, I messaged you guys, or I forget where I put this. Lana is over, dude. She is good on the mic. She might be one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen in my life. And she is now, com- I think, coming into her own. I know she you know, she was really good as the, the Rusev manager Russian role, but mm-hmm. the, the ravishing Russian thing. But I think she, right now, is just like the hateable, crazy ex-wife you know, thing is working for her. Yeah, um, 
she she's I've always felt like she's been good on the mic. I mean, like she was always Rusev's mouthpiece and always, you know, I thought she always had a talent for that. Um, she is just un freaking believably beautiful. Uh, the heel husband, like you know, he loves he loves Lana. He always talks about you know. Besides, I think I think it's Becky Lynch and then Lana are his are his top two hottest babes in in WWE. But um, I feel like she was over one because they were in Nashville, right? True. Like she's it's from like so she you know that's her hurts her hometown so. Um, I feel like that was one reason why she was over because the storyline is just, okay, let me, let me, let me back up. The, the, the buildup for Bobby Lashley and Rusev has actually been okay. Like, I think it's going to be when they finally meet and go head to head and like, you know, for whatever reason to end the feud, I think it's going to be a good match, but it's, we've just, it's like the whole, um, Ronda Rousey, uh, Charlotte and Becky thing. Like we, we just went in like complete and total circles to get here. You know what I mean? Like, we don't know why we're fighting, what we're fighting about, what the reason was that him and Lana didn't work out, you know, like why she chose Bobby Lashley. Like we're just kind of like going along for the ride. Like, okay, well now, now Bobby and Lana are getting arrested. You know, Rusev got arrested and all of a sudden he just shows up in the ring, you know, like okay i guess so you know like it's just it's, yeah, it's, it's yeah. all very nonsensical you really have to suspend disbelief and just kind of like you know suspend your embarrassment like if you're watching it with other people oh 100 it's super cringeworthy but um mm -hmm. yeah like you said that is her hometown so it would make sense that they, you know, people were behind her uh but it, it was entertaining and i don't know how they'll do the blow off here when that'll happen but we'll we'll see them maybe at TLC. it was pretty cool it was pretty cool how they how they involved kevin owens in it and kind of like escalated like kind of intertwined storylines which I, I which i really like like you know they had bobby and, and ko go head to head and then aop came out and beat beat bob or beat kevin up and i feel like it was just kind of like a a good intermingling like you know raw and smackdown traditionally have had a had have had a really good run of just making everything seem very segmented and compartmentalized and like okay this story now we're going to transition to this storyline now we're going to transition to this storyline and nothing kind of like intertwines but like i feel like now we're getting a little bit more of like you know people people mixing a little bit more which i which i really appreciate yeah and you're mixing the seth rollins thing which i love what they're doing with him it's a great little tweak on his character Mm -hmm. And getting back to his like kind of smarmy, like snarky roots a little bit. But yeah. like and also like what he's saying is not wrong. I mean, everything he said on, on the WWE backstage and on Raw, I mean, everything is true. It's just the way he's saying it is making him like is he heel, is he not heel? And I love the addition of the AOP as, you know, are they are they his backup? Are they new are they the new Right, J &J who's security? who's who's pulling the puppet strings for AOP. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's the question on everybody's mind right now is like, who is controlling AOP? Like, is it going to end up being Rollins? Is it going to be, end up being completely unrelated? Like what's going on with AOP? Like this is definitely the most interesting thing that they've had going on in a long time. I thought it was going to be Kevin Owens, like as a twist, but they you know that didn't happen. They came mm -hmm. out and beat, beat the hell out of him. So, uh, we we will see. Very. What did Seth say on backstage? I ha I didn't haven't got to watch it. I saw that um you know, they said Seth Rollins is going to reveal something, and then he came on Twitter and was like, you know, if you think you're going to use me to pop ratings, like I'm not going to reveal anything. I'm just going to come on there and like tell my, you know, side of the story or whatever. Um. So what did he end up saying on on WWE backstage? He just kind of 
the only thing that I saw was he was just like, "Yeah, I'm here. You know, I'm 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 here talking. I don't know where CM Punk is. Like, uh, I don't." You oh, know. he he name dropped CM Punk again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, interesting. Do enough. you think that's real that he got in trouble for name dropping? Because like, um, apparently they went back and edited the raw that he that he said that on. Like, hey guys, like I tried to get CM Punk here when they were in Chicago. I, I imagine he's like when um. Uh, I tried to get CM Punk here, but he he just wouldn't show up. And then I heard like after that, it was like Vince is really mad. Like he, you know, he, that wasn't that was an unauthorized like name drop. Um, and then that they edited it out of like the the Hulu version, or even I guess I guess on the network when it goes on the network, it'll be edited out like that he didn't say that. Yeah, that makes sense. I still think there. I mean, there there has to be a reason that they're they're playing this up on both on any kind of show like if they weren't going to use it for anything i think i think mm-hmm. this is going to end up being some sort of wrestlemania match it would make it would make sense um but uh i think seth going heel is the way to go man i think oh yeah you know i think that's that's where they're heading slowly the, but the surely face thing, yeah the face thing is just not working like it's just it's not you know i love all things seth rollins i say this every time we talk about seth rollins but it's just like even i can't um get behind it like i love that he you know overpowered brock and won the championship and brought it back to raw and like all of those things like i love all those high, high spots of seth's face run you know what i mean like i love it all but i feel like deep down in my heart I know that he's meant to be a heel and he's just much better as like a Weasley heel who uses, you know, cowardly tactics to get out of getting beat in the end that he can be beat. You know what I mean? Cause right now he's kind of like invincible. You know what I mean? Like he's, he's faced the fiend. He's faced Brock Lesnar. He's had all these amazing matches, um, against like the biggest superstars in the company. But like, I love when he's like running from the competition, you know, instead of being like, yeah, I'm a, I'll face anybody at any time. Um, because it just doesn't seem genuine. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely better this way. I think it's going to be, I think we'll see a couple years of him being a heel and you could set up so many more matches that way. Uh, you could run back him and Roman. I, I don't know. I think it would be interesting. Um, it was interesting on WWE Backstage. They finally confirmed that John Morrison has re-signed a multi-year deal with the WWE. And I've talked about it on this show. I've, I was a huge fan of his. I think he was uh, very underrated during his time with WWE. I'm excited. I'm sure he's going to be more of a mid-card you know, U.S. title kind of guy. But I, I'm excited to have him back. I don't know if it will be on Raw or SmackDown, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I knew as soon as I saw that and that news come out, I was like, oh, Phil's going to be freaking stoked, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. um, so I, I was happy for you to, to, to get your dude back. Uh, outside of the squared circle. Now we're seeing Samoa Joe on, on, he was on commentary on raw. looks like, mm-hmm. I don't know how severe that thumb injury or whatever he has is, but he's been out for a while. I would love to see him come back, but he's going to be on commentary. So I guess Dio Madden is going to pursue a career back in the ring on Raw. I know he's a former NFL player, and he was training in NXT, and then they kind of switched him to to commentary because he had such a good mm-hmm. on-air personality. But uh, it'd be interesting to see what they do with him there. Yeah, you know, and I thought I thought Dio did a really good job on on Raw. I thought he was I thought he was really good on commentary. So, um, you know, I'm sad to see him go. Um, I hope I hope that whatever he decides to do, he he does well. But uh, yeah, I was I was kind of bummed that he that he left commentary. Yeah, I think uh, I mean it's probably I don't know, I don't know. I mean, sure, there's there's probably a brighter future for him on commentary instead of in the ring. I mean, you have. 
how many people where's he gonna go just start back at the bottom at nxt i mean <laughs> yeah the roster is so freaking packed but um you know best best of luck to him i and, know can we just get rid of jerry like come yeah, on i don't like without, no. without the crown and everything it just it's just doesn't doesn't work yeah it's just awkward like just he's just never um he's in that he's in that place where um oh oh my god freaking jim Cornette is like he never developed you know what i mean like he kind of got stuck in an era and he's just like stuck there and then he never like like evolved with the times you know and i just feel like okay we got to get him out of here you know yeah i mean listen for how many times he does the what what the what the heck that's that's spot on do you normally do that impression no no never anytime anything happens that's that's all he has to say and then and now i do like vic joseph or is that the guy's name vic joseph the common the main commentator now like the new michael cole is it vic joseph uh uh, it's vic something yeah vic i think it is vic joseph yeah he's pretty good i I like he has a good like sound i mean for like a main commentator Mm -hmm. I, i think he's gonna be good so uh that was cool he has on the script here WWE action figure showdown. I don't know what the what the hell that is. Mm, oh. I don't know. Okay, no. well that will have to wait for Marco to get back on that one. Uh, <laughs> this happened right after we recorded last week. The the Corey Graves Mara Ronaldo uh, Twitter beef where Mara Ronaldo went. Did we talk about this last week? Uh, we didn't. No, we didn't because it was uh, you know, it it had happened, but we for whatever reason we didn't we didn't talk about it. But yeah, things have come a long way since then. Mar- I think Mara was on commentary tonight, if I remember correctly. So he's he's back. But yeah, there was a it was a big to do over over a tweet, which you know I could I could fight both sides of this, you know. But I feel like there was no reason for Corey to send the tweet in the first place. Like, you know, it was unprofessional and obviously Corey's side is that he was just doing it to, you know, stir up some on-screen drama or like have something to talk about on the podcast. But obviously it like went, went viral Twitter and that's never a good thing. And with, with Morrow's like, you know, previous problems with, you know, mental health and all those things and depression and all that kind of stuff, it just kind of like spiraled and then, then became this like victim versus like bully type of situation and i think it just all kind of got out of hand what do you think uh i think marco is back welcome back marco welcome back marco hashtag dad life yeah i think the the whole situation is is for for him for Corey graves to say he was just doing it for material for his podcast bro you got got enough material for your podcast yeah that was that was bull crap i I call crap on that you have raw and smackdown nxt and pay-per-views and all other things to talk about in a 45 minute podcast every week I'm, I'm pretty sure you have enough content but on the flip side and i guess i'm different from you two i think i mean nothing he said was that bad like i understand and i'm sensitive to the fact that marwanala has a history of mental illness and depression and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff and that makes sense but i mean come on man like really you're gonna delete your twitter because because stupid ass Corey Graves said something about you that was like vaguely like offensive to you. Uh, it's just I so my my thing my theory is is like no nothing he said was super offensive. Like it wasn't like any sort of like racial slur or anything that was like like I don't feel like it was like pointed or you know he didn't like call he didn't call Morrow out by name. But my thing is, is like when you're a public figure like that, you have the following that Corey Graves has. When you tweet something like that, you have to know there's going to be 
backlash and there's going to be people and you have to know who you're tweeting it to. Like you're tweeting it out to, we know what the Twitter, what the Twitter sphere is made out of. Like there's, there's some good people on Twitter. Don't get me wrong, but for the most part, there's a bunch of freaking trolls and people who are trying to be offended by something or people who are trying to blow something out of proportion. Um, so when you put something out there like that, obviously people are going to blow it out of proportion one way or another, whether it's in your favor saying like, yeah, Morrow's like, he's, he's way over the top. Like I'm tired of all of his hip hop references and I'm tired of all of his. And that was another thing. Like he went on to say, take another shot at Morrow too. Like how many, somebody said how many hip hop references have, um, has he said already? And somebody was like, Oh, way too many. So, I mean, he was, he was, it was like one after another. And I just feel like as someone who has been on the, the crappy end of viral social media, I mean, we know Corey Graves got freaking drug through the mud with his ex-wife situation and the Carmela situation and all the backlash that happened on social media of that, you wouldn't think that someone who had experienced that would want to put that on someone else, especially someone that has, you know, a history of mental health problems. Marco, what's your thoughts now that you're back with us here? Um, yeah, I think I express it like when they, in our group chat there that, uh, I think you could have handled it differently. Um, they're professionals. Like I said, they, they, they're probably really friendly with each other. They are commentators with the same company, so I'm assuming they've, they've had conversations off mic and behind the scenes about stuff. And like, I think that's something that Corey Graves could have said to him personally. Um, you guys, you are right. He didn't say anything too like dramatic, but he did. The way I read it was like, hey, you have a former world champion and a Hall of Famer why you have to listen to this loud mouth <laughs> essentially yeah. that's what that's what that's how it came off as like this guy's just like overbearing and you can't yeah. hear anything these two other intelligent people have to say meaning this guy's not like legit enough to speak on what's going on in the ring listen to these other two people or or if you didn't know there are other there are two other people there that can actually speak on this as well but if it, I, like i said i think he's just i'm not sure if he is jealous but i think he's jealous that like Renault, has, he has like a following. He has like yeah, his chance going chance. on. Yeah. yeah, he has like the Mama Mia and the yeah. Oh Renault. Like they, yeah. like they yes. do that during the NXT events. And I think like any commentator, Jim Ross, Jerry, anyone would like idolize that, like that type of that type of like love from the fans. And I think like exactly. he exactly yeah, no one's chance. He doesn't have any like cool catchphrases or anything like that. Like I think obviously Corey Green, he probably doesn't care about having a cool catchphrase or like or connecting with the fans or anything like that but like i i think like he's moreno is not trying to like like do that on purpose that's who he is if you've watched him in like mma when he did commentary for bellator that's his that's who he is that's how he that's that's his commentary mm-hmm. to take it or leave it it's not like he put on he puts on a show for nxt that's just who yeah. he is and there are times that he is over the top and it is like, okay, Morrow, like, you know, like everything doesn't have to be like that. But I mean, that's what you expect from him. And and he's, he's one of the best, you know what I mean? And I, I do think there is a, a level of jealousy there. And I think also Corey Graves loses a little bit of um, benefit of the doubt because like, you know, in the past on certain things, he's been notoriously kind of like a dickhead, you know, and kind of like a douchebag about things. So it's like, I think people automatically like jump to the defense of Morrow because they're like, well, Corey's just picking on him because Corey's kind of a, a, a dick sometimes, you know what I mean? Exactly. Um, and I think it, it was just kind of like, you know, I think the whole thing got blown out of proportion. I do think it was a little bit 
over the top with all the all the things that you know came afterwards but i feel like you have to be smart about what you freaking put out there on social media when you have so many eyeballs watching yeah remember he remember he did a he went on a rant uh, on CM Punk a while yeah. back. Do you remember yes. that? Mm-hmm. Like it was like a drunken Twitter rant. It was kind of like the same thing. Like you basically shit on CM Punk and like, like, and people backlash against him for that. But I mean, obviously CM Punk really, probably didn't really care <laughs> about what he put out there, but like he did the same thing to, to him. So it's like, it, he has like a kind of like a history of doing things like that. But when you, when you're doing it to somebody that has a history of like mental illness and has been affected by it, yeah. Uh, before um with the bullying and stuff like that it's like we don't know what type of what type of level of mental illness he has he could probably just exactly. say one little thing like oh you have like lint on your shirt he might just like you know we don't we don't know yeah so, like, it, it why why like, even go there you know what yeah, i mean exactly. like, why, why even why even like broach the subject or like you know why even like put yourself in that position to create a situation like that but i mean i know i know things happen um you know, Herm Edwards, he always said, you know, don't press in, you know, like that was like his, his speech. If you guys watched, um, the, oh my God, what's the, what's the show that they do in the preseason show, Hard Knocks. Um, he was like doing the the, the interview and he was like telling his players, like, you know, about tweeting and stuff. He's like, just don't press in, you know, like write it up, but don't press in. And I feel like people need to take that, heed that advice because it is very, very smart advice when in, when in doubt, just don't press in. Yep. Yeah, I have to uh, listen to that advice sometimes as well. So it makes it makes sense, and I can see both sides here. But um, I'm glad everything is resolved, and I would, you know, I enjoy Morrow quite a bit uh, on the takeovers, and I think I love it. I love his passion, love his energy, and um, yeah, I'm glad. You know, I, I like, like Morrow too. I, like I think Corey, I think Corey's too, great yeah. on commentary too. You know, what I mean, they're just different in their in their approach. You know. Yeah, Corey has some great like one line like attitude era Jerry Lawler type of one liners if you listen, you know, closely to him. So it's 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 definitely yin and yang type of uh, differences. So um, mm-hmm. we we do before we get into our go figure segment, we talked about John Morrison, we talked about Samoa Joe. What is this WWE action figure showdown that you have on the uh, on the script here, Marco? I have no idea what that is. Yeah, so I was uh, I was perusing their their website. And they had some, uh, some like uh, action figures showing up. Well, they had like motion captured elite action figures facing each other, which was pretty cool. Um, really, like battle stories. Have you guys follow battle stories um, on Instagram? Like we found him like a long time ago, and he's like freaking amazing. Like does the best like stop motion. He actually did. He actually helped with the uh, Masters of the Universe commercial. Oh, um, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think you know, he like the, may have... the stop action. Like he he makes like if you don't watch it's, it's battle underscore stories underscore. Um and I mean he just he like does like in insane, like the best like stop motion that I've I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, he I think he he may be behind that. Um let me see. Let me uh, pull it up real quick. But yeah, it was pretty cool actually. It was like um I'm trying to find... It's not even like stop motion. I, I would I would call it like full on like animation because yeah. it's just like it's like so smooth and it's like insane the amount of like effort and like energy that he puts into these into these productions. But yeah, if you guys saw the Masters of the Universe commercial on TV with all like the the animation, the way oh, that the yeah. um, figures were moving and stuff, like that's exactly the the kind of stuff that he does. So definitely give him a, give him a follow on on Instagram if you don't, but I'm excited to hear about this action figure showdown. And also really quickly after you um, give us the rundown on that, 
Phil and I gave our our thoughts on the the Fiend title, but I do want to. You said you were going to try to defend it, so I do want to hear your argument, um, just so I can, you know, see if uh, see if, if for whatever, not, yeah. See, yeah, see if I'm I'm losing my mind and maybe I'm just like way off base. Uh, so, what was your uh, like a quick recap of your? I I just think I, I thought it was ridiculous. I think I think that it's it's completely nonsensical that the fiend would wear his own face on his belt. <laughs> um, I think it's nonsensical that WWE is like tar- like marketing these things for sixty five hundred dollars, even like regardless of whether they're made by a famous you know costumer or not. Like who like th- this is not something that an adult audience I feel like is going to be drawn to. You know what I mean? So like, I feel like it's something that a younger crowd would be drawn to, but like no younger people have $6,500 to spend on this thing. I'm sure there'll be a cheaper replica eventually in the future, like, you know, in the future. But, um, I just feel like the whole thing is ridiculous and it could have been executed like so much better. I'm all for the fiend and Bray Wyatt having separate titles. Like that's cool, you know, like, um, but like just the, the execution of the actual fiends title was just, I didn't, I didn't dig it at all. Yeah, um, so I showed someone at work that uh, also watches um, wrestling. Uh, they're more of an AEW fan than anything because they mm-hmm. love the Young Bucks and they love like their passion and what they did and all that stuff. But like, I could I was like, "Hey, did you see the um, the title?" They're like, they're like, no. What did what they do to it?" I was like, "Oh, I just showed them a picture." They're like, "Oh my god, that's really cool. I think that's that's really uh, that's that's kind of unique." And I was like, "I was like, hi, hey, you actually like it? You don't think it's ugly or anything?" They're like. She was like, no, I think it's actually pretty cool that they, like, kind of, like, made it in his image. Um, because th- this isn't her thoughts, but this is mine. Remember a while back where you're like, if he wants a title, like, why would they give the Fiend a title? He doesn't care about titles. He's he's a Fiend. He's he's just there to hurt or hail people, essentially. He's, mm-hmm. he's not there to win championships. He's not there to do anything. Um, so I think that's the idea behind the title, essentially, if keeping a kayfabe. Like, it's... He doesn't care about the title. It's it's his face, and that's all that matters. It's like it's it's like that's who he is. He he like absorbed the the universal title. Like it's it's an entity now. It's like it's 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 a part of him. And then when basically when it passes on, obviously it'll be a, it'll go back to the regular way it looks. But I think that's what they're going for. It's like it's it's a part of that universe now. It's not a part of um. The WWE universe is part of the the Fiends universe, essentially. True, but I think it, it could have been like it could have been like um, the uh, the the upside down. You know, if you're if you're familiar with Stranger Things, like they could have done the WWE title, but then they could have done like the upside down version of the WWE title, right? Where it's all like mangled and like fleshy and like you know that thing. But it could have still like resembled like the title just in, in a very fiendish way. I just feel like, I just feel like it looks very um, like childish for it to have like, for it to be a mask essentially on the belt. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. It, it's just kind of silly that it's his face. I, I'm all for it. Having like a distressed, a destructed, like a crazy fiendish feel to it. Um, but I just feel like it didn't have to be like so blatant. Like his, like, his, like his gaudy, face. yeah. Gaudy um, is a very good word, yeah. The other, the other thing I, I think too is like if you ever see him like um, any pictures of him like walking to the like his entrance with the title, he wears it around his neck. So it's almost like a like a mask, like a double mask. mask. Yeah, <laughs> that's what that I think that's what they got because he was doing that with the blue title, 
And I yeah. think they kind of mess up in the sense where it's a blue title, not the red title. If it was the red title still, I think they would have just kept it that way. But uh-huh. they may have would have just sold the the fiend title as like a like a one off thing. Because yeah. you see how much it costs. Oh yeah, and it's, and it's, almost it's, seven thousand bucks. Yeah, and it's not that many, and it's created by that um, the special effects guy. I forget. We, his, we talked yeah. about Tom Savini. Yeah, Tom Savini. yeah, yeah so like yeah. he, it's like it's like the one of ones, or he he actually numbered them individually and stuff like that. So it is a collector's item in that sense. Um, but I think they, I I think it's they're going for the horror aspect too. Like it's like, what would like uh, what would like if if Freddy Krueger would have won the universal title, what would the universal title look like? Would it would it be like made the of the souls title? of the children that he killed. It would look like his chest with like those little faces. Those little faces, exactly. Yeah, right? you know what I mean? Um, like it, it, it would be representative of something other than just like, I don't I don't feel like Freddy Krueger would just like have his his face <laughs> on a title. You know what I mean? I feel like yeah, he would have something. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, the other thing I thought they could have done, um, I, I'm not a designer or a creator of any <laughs> any sort, but uh, it would have been cool if they just did like the Bray Wyatt um, lantern face on that's it. That's exactly they were go what I face. said. Yes. Oh, okay. That's yeah. That's <laughs> like, that exactly would have been awesome. I, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, I, just, could, I could get down with that. Or just or or one of the puppets. They could have did like Huskus or <laughs> any one of those things. <laughs> Marco, you know you and I are always on the same page. I legitimately she said. Just said that same sentence. Did you say? Oh my I god! Said, I, yeah. I said, dude, I would be more. I would be more apt, like excited if they put Huskus the hog on there. Oh my god! Um, see, that's, wow. That's, <laughs> all right, yeah, we definitely have the same wavelength. Wave that's awesome. what I would have done if I was if I was in his shoes. But I mean, I don't. I personally don't entirely hate the title. It's. It is what it is. It's 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 out there. It's not going anywhere. You know, WWE yeah. just does yeah. stuff, and they don't. They're gonna they're gonna run it into the ground for sure. Of course. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. and he's. I'm not sure when he's gonna lose a title, or, or I mean, it, usually with uh, with stuff like that, when they give someone a custom title, they kind of hold on to it for a while. So, mm-hmm. who knows with that sense? But it will be it will be cool if they have you know the the Mister Rogers Bray Wyatt character still coming out with the. Yeah, the regular blue universal title and just save, you know, say, you know, have maybe two belts, you know, when he's in one personality, he has one belt and when he's the fiend, he has the other belt. Well, but well that's what I'm assuming that that's, well, yeah. that's happening. Yeah, yeah. that's what's that's happening. Actually... When you see, when you see Bray Wyatt, he's always going to have the blue belt. And then whenever you see the fiend, he's going to have the fiend belt. Yeah. yeah that's actually the idea. That's what they want to do is separate the two, the two uh, entities, as they say. So the, the fiend has his own, custom title and then Bray has his universal title when he's on the uh, Firefly front house. So, I mean, we'll see where it goes from here, but I said, mm-hmm. I, I, said I don't hate it. It's, well, it speaking of, me. speaking of, uh, of merch, I, I think we got a lot, like Phil has like a freaking boatload of merch to go over. So we better get to our, uh, go figure segment because I think Phil, Phil's had like his biggest haul of the year. Let's do it. Here we go. You know it, it's that time. Everyone's favorite segment, especially this time of year. It's our go figure segment. We're out fig hunting, we're finding stuff in the wild. We're taking advantage of some of these sweet, sweet ringside collectible deals. And speaking of ringside collectibles, they're actually our sponsor here for this segment on our show. So check them out. It's wrestlingfigures.com. You can use the code 
Chick Foley for 10% off of your order. And uh, we appreciate if you do that because they are awesome sponsors. We love working with them and they've been really great to us. So uh, do us a favor and help them out there uh, and, and patronize their website. But um, I'll let you guys start because I have quite a bit of stuff here. And uh, like I said, this might be my biggest fig haul of all time. So I'll let you, one of you guys start first. Biggest fig haul of all time. Wow. Yeah. Um, so I think the only thing that we got, the heel has been grabbed a couple Lucy's off of eBay this week. Um, he got uh, Elite Series 12, Justin Gabriel, and then uh, Elite Series 16, Ezekiel Jackson. Um, Justin Gabriel, I know for a fact, was like, he, he was in WWE during my like dark period. <laughs> of you know when whenever i was not watching the product so i don't know much about him you guys familiar with justin gabriel's catalog of of work i think he's in ring of honor now yeah he was part of the uh nexus right the nexus yeah it was a cool high flying type of guy yeah yeah so um he grabbed him um pretty cool looking figure uh but just you know just nothing nothing super special um and then like i said the ezekiel jackson and he was in wwe until like 2014, like 2014 was when we started getting back into maybe late 2013, 2014 is when we started getting back into it. So, um, yeah, not, not super familiar with, with his, his catalog either, but you know, Hey, you know, we're rounding out the collection. Yeah. Gotta have, um, you know, gotta have one of every, of every character, right? Maybe the worst intercontinental champion of all time. Oh, yeah, that's really? a distinction. Yeah, I mean, do huh. you ever remember that he was an intercontinental champion? Nope, yeah. I did. I, yeah. Nope. Yeah. No, oh, yeah, look right here. Yeah, being the um, Ezekiel Jackson, where he held the ECW championship, being the last title holder and WWE intercontinental champion. Uh, yeah, so yeah, didn't did not know that. So yeah, you know why uh, he sucked? Why he went to alma mater, University of Buffalo. A buffalo? It all comes back to buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. But, yeah, God. that's. I've actually thought of buying that figure to adding it to my new generation collection and making it my Ahmed Johnson because I don't think we're ever going to get an Ahmed Johnson figure. Mm. They look kind of similar, um, similar builds. Yeah. Um, similar. They, they were they were basically the same wrestler. They both like looked like a million bucks, but neither of them could do anything I- on the mic. So. I thought I thought whenever we, it showed up for like a brief moment, I was like, "Oh, did did the heel husband get like a Titus custom?" Uh-huh. Nice. Um, because we don't. Can you believe uh, to this day we do not have a Titus Elite? Like That's crazy, he's been probably been around for ten years, right? I mean, dude, and like he he was completely over when he was part of the um freaking yeah making moves making moves making million dollar moves like that what's the name of their tag team marco oh god prime time players prime time players yeah they were over i cannot believe and he got the freaking titus world slide like give the man a freaking elite right i know amazing amazing you know give me give me where's naomi even by the way this is a sidetrack but she's still a wrestler does she still work for WWE? Yes, she is. Apparently, with all of the legal stuff that's been going on with uh, the Usos and like their you know drunk driving and all of that kind of stuff and PIs and all that, she kind of got just kind of lumped into that. You know what oh. I mean? Like I feel like she's just kind of like an innocent bystander in all of their like you know bad behavior. So unfortunately, it's like keeping her off TV too, which really sucks. Um, so. 
you know, but I mean, you you do the crime. You gotta you gotta yeah. pay the time. You know she's what I mean? Getting, so it's getting just, that catering food. She's eating that catering. <laughs> she's eating that. I don't even know if she's backstage. No, I I, I legitimately close. have not seen a trace of Naomi, and I can't even tell you no. how long. And that's a damn shame because I I love Naomi. Like I just think you know I'm a total divas mark too, and everything I've ever seen about her, she's like the sweetest, like kindest chick ever, <laughs> and she's and she's a pretty badass wrestler. So yeah, you yeah, know. for sure. Uh, Marco, did you pick up? So, Sheena, you didn't get anything for the uh, the Black Friday sale or the Cyber Monday si- sale at uh, Ringside Collectibles. I didn't purchase anything. I was too busy purchasing baby stuff. The heel husband oh. may have made some purchases that I am unaware of. Um, so I'll I'll have to ask him. But yeah, for sure, I I, I was buying like you know baby clothes and loungers and swaddles and all all the things Important that stuff. us mom, yeah. all the things us moms need. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I wasn't, uh, but they did have a killer sale. I mean, I was like posting some of the stuff, like all. I mean, they had like you know three ninety nine elites. It was it was almost as good as the Sears sale. Oh yeah, but the, but people actually got their figures. <laughs> but they actually in the mail. get their figures. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mark- did you hear Sears did that again? Sorry to interrupt. Did you hear Sears did it again? Like they they had another sale. Yeah, and no uh, one no one told me, and then people were yeah. just posting pictures about it, and I guess like. Were, people the deals actually were insane. Got, yeah, some people actually got their orders fulfilled this time. I was like, "Whoa!" To have the balls uh, to go back to Sears and order and place an order, I guess you your your you know your boldness is rewarded. So true, but I mean, you know, I mean, they did refund you last yeah. time. So what what do you have to lose? Yeah, you know true. what I mean? It wasn't like anybody lost money. It was just kind of a matter of like you know, it's sucking when you got that that uh, cancellation notice. But yeah, p- people were like, "Well, screw it. Like, what do I have to lose?" And then it actually went freaking through. Marco, what'd you get this weekend? Uh, so I actually just sent you guys the link to that um that action figure showdown. Oh sweet! Um, yeah, if you just um, if you search YouTube, uh, just if you go to YouTube and just search action figure showdown, it comes up. They've only done like like they do like one every year. Like there's not a ton of them. Yeah, um, but yeah, I didn't even know they did anything like that. Which is it's awesome. The late the, there was cool. one from three months ago with it was Ricochet and Ali versus the the Hardy Boys, and it's like just like watching a match. It's so freaking fluid i would love to find out who who like made these for them because uh, i don't know i mean it's 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 partnered with ringside collectibles but i don't know who like actually did the stop motion stuff but it's pretty cool definitely check it out it's action figure showdown on youtube it's part of the wwe youtube channel yeah so um i uh so i got my uh my brothers of destruction from uh from the one sheena phelps which is pretty awesome um I also uh, went on Amazon and I seen the because um, I never owned it the network uh, spotlight. Oh no, the Fan Central. Sorry, Bobby Heaton was on sale for like seventeen bucks. Nice, um, good deal. So I picked that up um, just around that out because Girl Monsoon's coming, so he needs his uh, commentary partner there with for him. Sure. Um, then uh, actually, it was on Walmart. Phil actually hit me up. About the um, the WWE Masters of the Universe um, ring that comes with uh, John Cena and Triple H, um, so ordered that. I'll be picking that up. I didn't do a delivery. I'll just pick it up at my local Walmart, which is pretty awesome. Um, they're still not in my local Walmart. As to just walk in and buy one, you can't same. find any. Yeah. Um, same thing with like. There's nothing. The only thing that they have is like a Elite Seventy One, like Nikki Bella. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Um, which is very random. Um, 
the other thing, or actually the last thing I picked up was in at Target, they actually put out all the basic 100 um, figures, and I don't buy basics at all, mm-hmm. um, just like like the, the ladies. But um, I figured it was like a significant, like, it's a milestone. Yeah. Yeah. It's a pretty it's a pretty big deal that any series of toys has like a hundred different series come out. Like that's that's a big freaking deal. You know what I mean? Like not many toy lines can say that they've had like a hundred separate series of toys. Like I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, exactly. You know, on the back of the um, packaging they actually acknowledge that like, you know, with the fan support that they were able to do a, a hundred a series one hundred. Um so they're you know, they're displaying, like, the, the significant, you know, um, wrestlers mm-hmm. over that course of time. So that was pretty awesome. And in my collector mind, I'm like, oh, I I have all the, those characters, also the Ghostbuster characters. So now mm-hmm. I have to get <laughs> all yeah. five of those to match with that and stuff like that. So, yeah, they're, they're not bad-looking figures at all. Um, the only – I'm not sure if anyone else did pick this at all, but I really hate the fact that, like um, – if it's a guy with chest hair, they do not put the chest hair on the character. Like, Shawn Michaels doesn't have chest hair. Uh, AJ Styles basic does not have chest hair. Uh, Razor Ramon, his hey, basic, the SummerSlam one. You, you, and he's yeah. short and curlies, man. You got to pay the extra money. Yeah, the short, you, you get the, that, that paint app costs extra money. You get what you pay for. <laughs> that is very true. I might have to get some, uh, take some, like, art lessons and add some chest hair myself mm-hmm. on, my, uh, on my basics. But other than that, yeah, that was, I mean, it's a pretty decent pickup for the week. Of, you know, and like I said, holiday season, got to tighten up the belt a little bit, but I'm nitpicking here and there when I, when I can, if I'm going out to grab like, you know, a, like a little like uh, accoutrement, as they like to say, yeah. uh, I'll toss in a little fig <laughs> if I have to, but yeah, it's pretty much it. Honey, we can't go to dinner tonight. I'm drawing chest hair on my AJ Styles toy. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. She better understand that. That's important. Yeah, I'm watching this action figure showdown. This looks like it definitely looks like the work of either like, you know, someone someone like our boy Trey from My Damn Toys or Battle Stories. Like those guys are I mean, they're just insane. Like the I was gonna say we gotta shout out My Damn Toys because they do some cool stuff too. He does some awesome like pay per views. Oh yeah, like the pay per views that he puts together, like I'm just like, Jesus Christ, man. Like you are so uh just like it's so detailed and so uh it's like literally like watching a legitimate pay per view, you know, with commentary and the whole thing. So Uh, so I I I I placed more ringside collectible orders in the last (laughs) four days than I have uh, the entire year. So here, here's oh my I, gosh! I, I, I pre-ordered the Natalia Elite 74 because I knew that I was going to need that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, that I don't know that'll probably come later on this month. I'm not holding my breath for any time soon because that that just got announced. Um, I may I I've for some reason I've decided to start my an AJ Styles collect elite collection. So I have three or four now. Oh Jesus, you're gonna do a complete uh, AJ Styles collection? No, you know there's I'm gonna be like a jillion of them. I know I'm not gonna do the top picks, but I I, I bought AJ Styles Elite Fifty One for six ninety nine, and AJ Styles Survivor Series uh from last year for seven ninety nine <sighs> just to just to have those because those were cheap. I, I picked up uh. One of our one of our followers on Twitter who uh, graciously uh, sent me fifty dollars. Um, he didn't want to send it. Uh, he didn't didn't want to ship the figs, which makes total sense to me. He uh, he just 
sent me the money via PayPal, which uh, we're, we're all about that life if you want to do that. And um, I'm going to pull up his name right now. Uh, so Scott Dan at SDan31 sent me some money. So what I did, I went on to Ringside Collectibles because they had free shipping for over $50. And I got three Xavier Woods retros, three Kofi Kingston retros, and three Big E retros. Uh, oh, sweet. For the toy drive. So thank you. Uh, I asked uh, Scott, I said, do you want me to use your real name or do you want me to use Scott Dan? He said, nope, that is my real name. I have two first names, so I felt like an asshole. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it just seems like, doesn't not, seem not, like not a person's name, but you know, it's there, there's, there's definitely worse names I can think of. So Scott, thank you so much for your donation, man. Uh, that has been ordered and that is on the way to the Casa here. So thank you so much. And uh, I, I've got more donations from people. I've like the the Foley family has been amazing, and we still have people sending stuff in. Uh, I'm, uh, I've talked to a bunch of people that are that are PayPaling me money. Uh, I've gotten zero donations from anyone I've met in real life. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I mean, my, my mom did give me some too. My mom gave me some, but um, like uh, internet friend, friends are the best. They friends. are. They really are. I mean, the the my my fr- Facebook friends and 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 people that I know, the neighbors and relatives, and no nobody's done shit. So, uh, thank you, thank you for everyone listening that's donated. I have a whole list. I of know people. you're like, how many cookies and bullshit have I bought off your kids over the years? Exactly. And right? like, you know, yeah. donated to your your kids' schools and everything. And like, give me some, give, give me a damn toy. You know what I mean? <laughs> Come on. I wanted to support our buddies over at the Major Brothers Podcast. So I bought one Jeff Hardy Elite. Uh, sorry, sorry, uh, Basic ninety seven. It was three ninety nine because, and I recommend everyone to do this. Uh, you can ship it to their PO box. There's it's free shipping from from Ringside Collectibles, and I think everyone who donates to their toy drive, they're doing a uh, a drawing from Ringside is donating like eight different prizes, like uh, the full Elite seventy series and uh, you know Ultimate Editions and a bunch of different stuff. So any everyone who donates gets one entry into that so pretty cool thing that they're doing over there i wanted to support those guys as well uh so i did that uh the lovely sheena phelps and the heel husband sent a big old box of stuff for the toy drive which i apologize i don't have in front of me i can run it down next week um but it's up with all the other other stuff up in the uh the the spare bedroom uh so sheena thank you so much and you sent me the figure arts stone cold steve austin which is an awesome figure uh, I got that from you as well, and yeah, you, you sent awesome. me without me knowing the Carrie Sane, Kyrie Sane <laughs> Elite seventy three. I think it is. Yeah, 73? that's a dope. That's a Dude, dope fig. Awesome yeah. man, it is an awesome figure. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for doing that. Did I talk about last week uh, my Survivor Series Alexa Bliss and Fan Central Carmella? I, I don't I think so. Okay. You finally picked up the the fan central. Yep, I got both of those in in. So uh, adding to the uh, my women's collection there, uh, I picked up Elite sixty nine Ricochet. I found randomly at a Target for my son for Christmas uh, because he some for some reason wants that one now. So I've added that to the list. And I have to apologize. I shit on these Masters of the Universe figures so hard. And yeah, I've, you did. I've you been, did. I, you know, I'm be the first to admit I've been swept up. In I the, haven't. I haven't called you out on it yet. But no, yeah, you should. I'll, I'll, you, no, I'll, I'll call myself out. I'll call myself out. I think they're they're growing on me 100. percent I still miss the retros, but I think it's something. I think it's something cool and kitschy and different. 
So I picked up the ring bundle from uh, Walmart.com, and I have it. I'm going to pick that up. I think it's next week. It's supposed to come in, uh, but that comes with John Cena and um, Triple H. And I, I was I was sold just from looking at it, and then from the Mage Brothers, they they pointed out on their podcast that I think you can pop off the the arms and the legs, and the like, you can tr- you can switch all the parts out with all the different uh, wrestlers. So that's a pretty cool feature that uh, we haven't seen in in quite a while with wrestling figures. So. Uh, I added I added that to the collection. That'll that'll come hopefully soon. Um, I I have an addiction, guys. I'm ad- I'm addicted to these freaking five dollar retros at at five, <laughs> at five below. I I have an entire loose collection. I have an entire mint on card collection, and now I'm almost almost like halfway to building a third collection. I I, I guess what I'm going to do. Are you do, just going to like open them halfway so that uh, they're no, like they're, they're they're halfway open. between mint and loose? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Half, Dick's halfway in. I'm going to, yeah. I'm going <laughs> to, <I'm gonna>, <laughs> there's a bar here in Baltimore called Dick's halfway in, by the way, which is amazing. <laughs> um, I'm going to just ha- give them to my son and let him play with him. Cause he wants to play with my loose ones anyway. And I cringe when I watch him just like smash them together. Like it's a demolition derby. So oh, yeah. uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna just I'm compiling all of those together. So our buddy Zach Eagloff today, he 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 hit me up in the DMs and said, "Hey, are you still looking for retros?" I said, "I mean, only if they have the Diesel and Junkyard Dog series." And he just responded with a picture, and it was exactly what I was looking for. And wow. I just said, "Nah, fuck, buy me one of each of them. Thank you, <laughs> thank you so much." So he picked Jeez. those up for me. I know. I know, and um, our good buddy TJ McHugh, who's giving away that uh, that Shield three pack, he's sending me the Elite, uh, sorry, the Retro Series nine, which is the the Goldust, Macho Man, Samoa Joe uh, series. So that's coming to me here. So I mean, for five bucks a piece, I really can't pass. I love the retros so much. I I, I mean, goes back to my love for the Hasbro's. So. Uh, I know, but you're you're getting into like uh, you know the the I'm territory where order it's, status. Here. It's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be like because you you feel like oh I can't leave them behind. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I, as a collector, I've totally been there where you're just like oh my god, like it's only five dollars. Am I really gonna leave it? But then at the same time, it's like what the hell? I have five of these things already. That $5 you know, like, adds up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty... You know, um, but. Uh. I'm sure that sure the kid will enjoy them. If you if you see our backyard right now, it's literally littered with freaking basic figures and some some elites. Um, but it's just like the the little guy. I mean, you know, we we think oh they're gonna play so nicely and it's gonna be so much fun and like literally Brett will like take it and like launch it. Um, so I look forward to the day when he actually like plays wrestlers like you know like wrestles with them in the ring and makes them do all the things uh, because right now they're just projectiles and like you know digging tools and <laughs> things like. <laughs> yeah, it's coming. So, it's coming. Another six months yeah. or so, you'll be good. Yeah. Um, I picked up the Bret Hart Ultimate Edition. Uh, nice. I, yeah, I know. I've just been. I've, I, I'm not going to get all of those. I'm not a big fan of some of them. I, I'm probably going to pick up the, the Shawn Michaels too and have kind of the Bret Hart and the Shawn Michaels. So, I, w- the backstory here on some of these figures that I've picked up. So I I won two apple airpods from uh my work and i don't i listen to zero music outside of my car i don't i don't listen to i don't even know where my earpods my normal headphones are i don't ever listen to music ever um outside of the car so i was like Man, i don't want these things I, I sold one to somebody on facebook and the first one i i randomly went to target and said hey my grandma bought me these i don't have a receipt i, I just oh my god yeah, you're I, 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 I know <laughs> you're i just yeah, 
Oh, oh man, I'm, I'm, this is the Robin Hood, uh, the Robin Hood fig story. So <sighs> I was like, I just don't want. I mean, they're in the package; they're brand new. I just don't want these. I don't have a receipt. My grandma's old; she just she she can't find the receipt. I My don't, grandma's you know, old; she bought me these AirPods. Old, you know, old people die. Yeah. That's what she they didn't do. Like, you know? She didn't like knit you any socks. Like your your old ass grandma who went to the went to Target and bought you some <laughs> AirPods. Yeah, <laughs> like, she knows you know what, what I mean? AirPods are. Yeah. So, yeah. so the the lady at Target like felt bad for me. So she she. She re- gave me a merchandise credit card for like, I think it was like a hundred with tax, like $169. So I've, that, that's been like, okay, any, any figure I buy at Target, I'm just using this card. It's down. Oh my God. Yeah. It's, it's down. I hope, I've used I hope like loss prevention. Like if we have any Target loss prevention people listening to this podcast, like please don't come for us. Oh, like, I mean, hey, it was still in the, still in the package. Listen, damn, I would, you know? I would feel, I would feel bad if Target hadn't like, you know, dicked me over so many damn times. Yeah, but you know yeah. what? <laughs> Screw Target. Right. Yeah. I'm still, yeah. I'm, still, I'm still showing the business. And then like, now, whenever I see something, I'm like, "Oh man, okay, I guess I'll get this because I've been I've been dragging my feet on this uh, Bret Hart Ultimate Edition for so long." So I picked that up. Uh, it's a good big. It is. It is pretty cool. I haven't popped it out of the package yet, but I'm 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 liking the 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 different arms and the 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 face scans are good, except for the hair in the face. But uh, we've, yeah. we've talked about yeah. that. Um, our good buddy again, Zach Eagleoff, picked up for me the elite 71 jeff hardy with the pink uh the pink paint for my son uh so i'm adding to that to his uh this this christmas collection so that'll that'll be good uh i think that's it. oh our, our good buddy mike lanham sent me the sean michaels basic 100 variant with the the white pants with the red uh, hearts on them and uh, a, a kurt hawkins elite uh, oh, nice for a for a gift ski, a little gift ski from Mike Mike Lanham for a donating to his uh his uh fundraiser for a couple weeks ago. So big big on Mike for for sending those things over to me, and um, I have a bunch of other stuff that is not gotten here yet, which I will talk about um, next week. So I can save, so save I totally a little bit forgot of this. Um, to to mention that I grabbed these aren't wrestling figures, but I got um, the Bebop and Rocksteady, the NECA, the card that go with the Cartoon Turtle two packs. Um, oh, that's right. We actually, yeah. yeah, we found the Bebop and Rocksteady, and dude, they are mage. Like they look so freaking dope. Like they're just like large and in charge like it's total like big dude season with our tur- nice. turtles like you know what i mean like these are like <laughs> these are like the big dude season uh contenders in the turtle pack so love 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 those and then we also picked up um i forgot seth got um him and the baby face a couple roosevelt's t-shirts i don't know if you are like the the tees i don't know if you know about the roosevelt's shirts but they're pretty freaking awesome i have some of the sandlot tees that i got like last year or year before i can't remember but they they have a license with wwe and they make like a really like some really really cool super super soft um like button downs and uh he got himself the razor ramon and he got the baby face the macho man so they're on our instagram you can go check check them out but yeah roosevelt's like they, they they kill it with their with their designs what was the what was the website uh marco that you pointed out that had like the the dress the dress shirts that were like dx and undertaker oh, inspired was that roosevelt's well roosevelt's has some but i if it's marco isn't it like wwe shirts or something like that like they they hit me up not too long ago in they're the, like long sleeve like they mm-hmm. they're, they look yeah. like a like a persian nightclub owner would wear these shirts yeah <laughs> yeah, they're not. Uh, they're not the Roosevelt ones. There, oh, I forget the name of the company. I'll have to go I back know, in the uh, the Twitter machine and 
trying no, to find yeah, that. Yeah, this um, I'll have to look through my DMs because they they DM'd me like a few times, like showing me me showing me some of their designs and stuff and i'm like i'm like listen you want me to you want me to freaking um shout you out you i gotta see the quality you know what i'm saying i, I ain't trying to shout out no stiff ass shirts like roosevelt's i can i can like talk about the quality of those i stand behind those like they're super soft like yeah. they're they're the they're the kind of material you want on your body but these wwe uh shirts i don't know i, I can't speak to the quality so i'm like i need you to send me one bruh like so, oh, Roosevelt's like, I've just on this website now for the first time ever. They have a Stone Cold 316 sleeveless like button up that looks like the vest he would wear to the ring. Yes, I, I might need to buy that tonight. That is amazing. It is. It <laughs> is. Let's get them as sponsors, awesome. please, so we can. Uh, you need to. Um, you need to go. They on their Facebook. They have a a group called Roosevelt's Insiders, and sometimes they'll drop like you know um promo codes for the insiders and stuff so make sure you're make sure you're a part of that if you if you like their if you like their merch and there's also people that go out and like scour and find like clearance racks and stuff at these stores called bucky's i've never heard of bucky's before but apparently they're like a texas thing or like a kind of a western uh america thing um but i've like there's like bucky shirts and they carry roosevelt so they'll do a lot of hunting for you I do have a little surprise for both of you guys, a little gift ski that uh, our friends over at Alphabet Legends are giving us. You can follow them on Instagram at Alphabet Legends. I reached out to them because they... shut your mouth. What? I love Alphabet Legends. Really nice. Okay, so they're doing. They they did a wrestling legends alphabet book where basically like. Uh, if, yes, you have, if you have so kids, cute. yeah, it's basically A is for Kurt Angle. He was champion, blah, blah, blah. And every page is a different letter. So they're sending us three copies of those. Well, they're sending three to awesome. me, and I'm going to send uh, one to each of you guys. Oh, my but, gosh. Um, yeah, wow. pretty pretty, pretty cool stuff, man. But, yeah, check them out. They have one for every, you know, more. They have oh my like God. Uh, everything. Golf legends, yeah. NBA legends. It's a freaking million-dollar idea. It's a great idea yes. for kids because my son yes. loves like the books where he can just basically like – he can basically read them because he knows mm-hmm. the alphabet now. So pretty cool stuff. So it's alphabet legends on Instagram.com. They have one for wrestling and um uh we will uh once we get it in hand we will check it out and uh see if it's kid approved but i'm i'm sure it's going to be it's, it looks pretty awesome the drawings are really cool so yeah uh, so pr- oh, pretty that cool is stuff so there. cool yeah. thanks awesome. bill thank yeah, no you very problem. much man no problem yeah i'll get those sent out to you guys pretty soon um, I did want to give a shout out to a couple of Facebook groups that I am a part of that I think everyone should be. One of them is Fandemonium. So it's F-A-N and then D-E-M-O-N-I-U-M. It's a great Facebook group. It's basically similar to the R group uh, where it's, I think it's like four or 5,000 people in there now, but it's 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 run by Andy Brown, who's a good a good buddy of mine, who's a fig collector, and he does a bunch of raffles and a bunch of stuff like that. And the other one is wrestling figures and collectibles. If you search WFC, it should come up. It's a private group. It's run by a buddy of mine, Dougie Nunya, who uh, is constant. I mean, th- this group is uh, where I get a lot of my links to uh, stuff. And when stuff goes live on on Walmart.com and all different websites, he's always posting it. I don't know if he just as a as a as a, one of those jobs where you can just sit in front of a computer, which I'm jealous of. Uh, he's not in a car all day like I am, so how, he's able to post a bunch of links. So both of, both of those, if you're on Facebook, are groups that I would highly recommend joining if you are a Facebook uh, user. So check those out there. And um, yeah, that's that's about it for uh, for stuff. If you still want to donate to the toy drive, you can do that. We've had a couple donations, like I said, come in over the last couple of days. 
Uh, our buddy Custown Collector on Instagram sent me, I think he sent me 50 bucks. 60 or so, bucks. 60 bucks, yep. yeah. And uh, always yep. sent it to you, and then you sent it over to me, and I went to uh, Five Below and pulled the cart out and uh, just basically piled a bunch of retros into my into my cart. You can follow him on Instagram at Custown Collector, C-U-S-E Town underscore Collector. He's been one of our followers since we, I think, since we first started doing the yeah, podcast. He's, he's one he's, of our, yeah, he's one of our Foley fam. OG, and uh, yeah, Dustin, yeah, Dustin, he hit me up and he he sent a donation. And then he's like, yeah, my fiance was sitting right beside me whenever I donated and she wanted to donate more. So they they threw in a little more. I was like, dude, that's so that's freaking cool. awesome. So, nice. yeah. yeah, so we got some, we got some really cool stuff coming for that. So, yep. Yeah. yeah. So the addresses, and you probably need to get these out in the next couple of days. Maybe your best bet is, uh, Amazon or uh, Ringside Collectibles, but it's Chick Foley Toy Drive, P.O. Box 3203, Catonsville, Maryland, 21228. And, uh, or you can just send it to my, uh, you can hit us up on Instagram or Twitter and we'll give you our PayPal. And uh, you can just send the money to us. Not as fun, but it definitely saves you a, a bunch of money on shipping. And that's more money that you can give to us for uh, for figures for the kids. That's going to go to. And you uh, have to go to the post office. Yes, yes. Which this time of year is yeah. is the shit, and uh, yeah. is, is in a bad way, not a good way. And, yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah. We'll we'll we'll, po- we'll post a picture of wh- whatever we pick up for you, and we'll talk about it here on the show. So uh, whatever we can do, we appreciate. We've had a ton of donations come in. We have a list of everybody who's donated. We're going to give a, a prize to uh, one lucky person. But uh, we appreciate everything that's come through here. So uh, that's yeah, that's it for my pickups and for my spiel on the on the toy drive. Yeah, cool. Well, speaking of merch again, let's get into our random merch. Um, we found this really cool. Uh, it's pr- pretty pretty damn random too. Um, it is a WWF Leap and Lanny Poffo orange frisbee. If you remember when uh, Leap and Lanny used to come to the ring, like you know, tossing out frisbees, and it's got like the little spiel on the front of the of the frisbee. But this one is autographed. Um, it does say to Dennis. So if your name is Dennis, you get bonus points. But if not, you know, you still get you still get Leap and Lanny's autograph. Um, and this Frisbee is $75 with $10.56 shipping. So I don't know if they have a if they have a best offer. Yeah, they, they or best offer. So you can make an offer on this if you're a huge, you know, uh, Leap and Lanny mark. But yeah, pretty cool little piece of random merch there. I mean, because I mean, that had to come from like. Well, like the eighties, right? Like eighty, eighty seven. Yeah, you know? that's before he was a genius. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, this is like this is a, an old ass frisbee. So uh, pretty cool little piece of merch here for our our random merch. I'll post a picture of it on the Instagram whenever uh, whenever we post the show notes and everything. Very nice, cool stuff. Yeah, let's get into our retro wrestling recommendation of the week. And this is brought to you in part by our buddies at ProWrestlingTees.com. You can find our Chick Foley swag there if you search Chick Foley Show. And a uh, ton of wrestling stuff there. You know, the, the place to go for independent wrestling t-shirts. And a uh, good friend of ours. Let's go. Uh, this was a match that I picked, actually. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. it, I thought it was at a TLC match, but I guess it, it was just a TLC match at a different event. But nonetheless, it was pretty fun. 
Yeah, this so this was this happened at Extreme Rules 2014, uh, and this was on the pre-show, but it was a TLC match, but it was a TLC match between Hornswoggle and El Torito, so they called it the Wii LC match, um, which, you know, I guess in 2019, I guess it could be seen as, like, you know, uh, offensive or whatever, or, like, you know, this, this could have went a lot of ways, you know, people, you know, using little people to be, like, comedy acts or whatever, but, dude, like this match is like a classic. Like I absolutely love it. And I can't believe we've never had a, a another WLC match ever since, because like I said, I think it was one of those things where, you know, when you heard about it and you're like, what the hell is this going to be? Like, you know, they're going to put these guys out there and like have them just do a bunch of stupid stuff. Um, but they like beat the piss out of each other. You know what I mean? Like these, these two guys just like went all in and there was some funny moments. Like there was a, um, a spot when, oh my gosh, I can't remember who was on the top of the ladder, whether it was Hornswoggle or El Torito, but I think it was El Torito was on the top of the ladder and he was acting like he was scared and they had like mini ladders and mini tables. Um, but these guys put on like a crazy good match and it is just like a lot of fun from start to finish. And it's funny because I was reading an article that said like when they went backstage, like they got like a standing ovation from everybody that was in gorilla position. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like even, even Vince was just, and and like the crowd was so into it. You know what I mean? And like even Vince, who probably just put this out there as like, you know, this is good shit, pal. You know, like he he even thought that they did a really, really awesome job. So if you haven't seen it, go to your network, go to Extreme Rules 2014. It's on the pre-show. It's the WLC match. Um, like I said, it's it's a it's a lot of fun. I mean, they had like a a little people announce table, like a, a small yes. little Jr. little king. Yes. And they yes. pulled out like a little step stool ladder. I mean, it was mm-hmm. it was really well done and funny and like, you know, like you said in 2019, I'm sure some people on Twitter would have an uproar about it. But uh, you know, it was it was good. I mean, El Torito back in the day, man. I mean, back in the day, this was five years ago. But I, I mean, that, 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 that's, that a, that's a go, long man. time in wrestling time. Yeah, it is. That dude oh could yeah, go. dude. He the the freaking Matadors or whatever their names were. The El Matadors. Is that what the name of their tag team was? Um, they used to just like toss him around like, <laughs> like a freaking, you know. <laughs> it was it was crazy. But yeah, he he did some crazy spots for them, um, back in the day five years ago. But yeah, I love I love me some El Torito and, and Horn Swoggle. So, um, yeah, I definitely wanted to pick this match because even though it's not a you know. A match on TLC since that's our pay per view coming up. It is one of like a classic TLC moment. I mean, have they announced anything for TLC 2019 yet? I mean, that's I think it's on the 16th. I think whatever that Sunday is. 15th. 15th. Yeah. yeah. Um. Let's see. TLC 2019 card. Let's pull that up on our Google, Google machine, machine and oh, see what something. what comes up. Um. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure we're gonna have Bobby and um. Rusev, right? Like that's got to be one. Oh yeah, no matches have been confirmed for 2019 TLC card. The predictions are Bray Wyatt, Daniel Bryan, KO, and Seth Rollins versus the AOP uh, Women's Tag Team Championship, uh, Kabuki Warriors versus Becky and Charlotte, uh, and then King Corbin versus Roman Reigns, Bailey versus Lacey, and Rusev versus Bobby Lashley is what the predictions are showing. Uh, okay, yeah. When when is, when is Money in the Bank? I feel like it's been forever since we had a Money in the Bank. I don't even remember who won the last Money in the Bank. Money in the Bank is in the summer, if I'm not like oh, completely brain dead right Wrestle- now. I, think it's, I thought it was right after WrestleMania. Is it? Yeah. Let me see. It is. Uh, nope, it's in June. Wow. 
Okay. Yeah. Let's let's see when it is this year. Maybe maybe they changed it, but um, it's no, it's in May, so it's going to be in May this year, May nineteenth, two thousand nineteen. So I even yeah, it, it is. Was it was it Braun Strowman that won last year? Does it matter? It never no, really it doesn't. But out. I'm just trying to like think of. Like, it was um, it was Brock Lesnar and Bailey. Oh, oh yeah, gosh. Brock. How did we forget Brock How won Money forget? in the Bank? Yeah, when uh, Ali was at yep. the top of the ladder and yes. reaching, and then yep. the music hit, and it was just like, oh, we know who's winning this one. Yeah, he the, <laughs> the the boom box Brock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good call, good call. That's why we pay you the big box, Marco. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right, uh, yeah, that, that that's it for us, listener mail. I don't, I don't think we. I meant to put a post onto our Patreon Patreon page. Do you have anything, Sheena? I don't have anything for this week, man. Nope. We it's it's a wrap. It's been a pretty pretty quiet week in you know in wrestling. So not not a whole lot going on. We had a lot more outside the ring uh, news than we had inside the ring the news this week. For sure, uh, the ringside collectibles Black Friday Cyber Monday deal is done, but they. I just pulled up their website. They have a holiday sale, which I'm sure is probably going all the way till Christmas. So uh, if you want to grab anything you can there, you can use code Chick Foley uh, for 10% off. Uh, hit us up if you have anything for the toy drive. Next week, I guess we'll be previewing TLC, even though we don't have a single match for that yet. <laughs> and um, we'll announce the giveaway winner for our uh, Shield 3-pack. And uh, we'll get into more uh, Christmassy stuff. So we have, we, I talked about the uh, the bonus episodes for the Patreon subscribers. We are going to do a Home Alone watch along. Hopefully, we can record that maybe at some point this weekend. This week, yeah, yeah, that would be nice. And um, we all—it's a little late now, but uh, myself, Sheena, Marco, Mike Lanham, and the heel husband did a uh, fantasy football type of draft for um, some figure Survivor Series teams. We picked our five favorite figures of all time, and uh, we'll get that recorded at some point soon. So uh, with, the, with the the holidays and the baby coming and, and home improvements and a bunch yeah. of stuff, we've been we've been slacking a little bit, but I promise we will. We'll, we'll just post, yeah, we'll just post a graphic and let you guys vote because we, we picked some pretty mage, yeah, yeah. Uh, some pretty mage action figure teams. So uh, I'm excited to get that up and let you guys. And we're not going to tell you whose team is whose. We're no. just gonna, like it's going to be a blind. A blind test. Blind so. taste test, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right, so thank you, everyone, for listening. We appreciate all of the support on uh, on social media. Thank you so much. Uh, follow us there. We've been, I've been trying to post as many uh, deals and you know, any kind of links I can to any websites when stuff becomes available or, or good sales happen. Uh, so definitely follow us there. Uh, for Marco and Sheena, uh, thank you for listening, and we will be back here same time next week, folks. Stay classy, Marks. Dale gas, dale gas. Yo no juego cuando trato con dinero. Dale gas, dale gas, dale gas. Olvídese del viejo, soy el nuevo. Dice que me quiere dar un beso, que me quiere dar todo eso. Yo no juego cuando trato con dinero. Olvídese del viejo, soy el nuevo. Dice que me quiere dar un beso, que me quiere dar todo eso. Yo no juego cuando trato con dinero. Que me quiere si se nota Supo que yo soy el rey ahora Pero no la quiero, tengo otra Más divertida, más deliciosa 
Yo les digo no vengan molestando, las mando a su casa más temprano.